0: The Hulk Hogan. Right? I am the real American. Fight for the <laughs> rights of every man. I am the real American. Fight for your rights. Fight for the rights. Bom <laughs> bum, 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 ba-na-na-bum. When it comes crashing good... down and it hurts inside.
1: <laughs> that's, that's too good of a rendition. I think we're probably going to get tagged... On a uh, SoundCloud for playing. Oh, music. whatever,
0: dude. It, if saucy riffs can play an entire song and no one beats <laughs> misses a beat, no one's gonna complain no, over true, me. That's true, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. I know. I'm I'm inspiring myself to maybe wear my Hulkamania shirt tomorrow.
1: you should, dude.
0: I should. Live, I, live I look like Hogan, a big man. I look like a big tomato when I wear it though. <laughs> it's it a red. really it's a really red shirt. <laughs> like it's <laughs> I love red. You know how much I like red. Uh, yeah, buddy. But yeah, I look like a, a tomato. I mean, with my bald <laughs> head and I mean, I'm not overly fat. It's just a. It's just you got a the real, dad bod. Uh, working on it. Working on you know. Hey, it's I've slimmed it down a touch, but uh, yeah, yeah it's just really bright red with yellow hulkamai, comat- and it's like that thick cotton. Oh yeah. You know I like more of the thinner cotton yeah, type yeah. shirts, light and you know? breezy. Yeah, it's a, it's a thick, it's a thick but, cotton. But it's letting you know it's there. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, dude, I haven't worn that Hulkamania shirt. Oh, uh, wow. I think James and I went and saw WWE Smackdown. Like, yeah. Uh, oof. Three or four years ago. My son's not really into wrestling so much yeah. anymore. Uh, his old man, I still watch it every, every once in a while. Yes, Reasonable Bliss. I know it's scripted. Okay, (laughs) I'm I'm in on the gag. Okay, wait. Um, So you're telling me that the 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 dialogue that's not that's not just them talking to each other. No, that's not that's not legitimate competition uh, engaging in the ring. You know what's really (laughs) funny is I I do watch I do enjoy watching UFC as well too, and about a year and a half ago ordered a UFC pay per view. I forget who the headliner, the, Conor McGregor was the, was the headline. I dude, I love Conor McGregor. I, that guy, dude, he is like, he's a pro,
1: ball of energy, man. Dude, He's
0: pro wrestling in the UFC, man. The promos, the swagger, just the whole, yeah. like, you know, uh, I forget who exactly who he was fighting, uh, but he was the main event and James is watching a little bit of it with me. And so it's, you know, the, the, the preliminary matches, right. And, you know, and these guys are, you know, the UFC is, that's legit competition. You know, that's, yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's not scripted like WWE. <clears throat> so we're watching this, and, you know, the first fight, these guys are just, you know, there's a busted nose, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. And so <clears throat> James is sitting there and he's all wide eyed. And I was like, you okay, little man? He goes, yeah, yeah. And, and so we're watching it, and he goes, Dad, I got, it. I have a question. I said, What's going on, buddy? And he goes, So how comes, that's what he used to say, <laughs> how comes, when John Cena, who's in, for those who don't watch WWE, okay, John Cena is like the big name, right, in pro in pro wrestling right now. He said, "How comes?" And the kids love John Cena. He says, "Dad, how comes when John Cena gets punched, his nose doesn't look like that, <laughs> or you know, his eyes don't get all blackened and and I just kind of sit there and I'm like. So now I'm in that moment. Do I (laughs) break
1: the break the glass ceiling for him? Yeah, let him
0: know. Uh, Do is this where I tell him there is no Santa Claus, or do we? (laughs) So I was like, "Yeah," I said, uh, "That is true. That is true." And I can sit there and I can tell he's he's really thinking about this. because He's like, wait a minute. You know, <laughs> and so
1: he, so these guys are just get, they're wearing gloves and they're getting they're just they're, they're just wailing
0: on each <laughs> other. And they're just like John Cena. But wait he, yeah. he looks he looks pretty good. When One he's guy done. can barely stand, uh, you know, and yeah, meanwhile, g- cocked the other way. Yeah. Meanwhile, John Cena is going through a table and just, you know, jumps right back up. <laughs> Which, by the way, is not easy to do. Those guys do get hurt. That that is,
1: dude. That's a that's a stunt man job, man. Like it is, man. It, all the chair and the tables and the stunt. Those, the those are those stunts. are
0: real tables. Those are real chairs. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah those, I know those aren't. Those are. That's the real deal. They're falling through that stuff. They're they're yes. jumping twenty feet in the air and landing on a plywood and. Mm-hmm. Not much of and, a padding and, and, on that mat, man. And for
0: me, that's that's the that's the fun of it is knowing that the outcome is already scripted. It, yeah. It's like saying, "Well, I'm not going to watch movies because the outcome is already scripted." Well, that's dumb. <laughs> uh, I I just enjoy the you know the the physicality that you know these guys are are pretty big fellas. And sure. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. The uh, you know the whether natural or unnatural, uh, <laughs> uh, but the way that they're able to, you know, number one, trust each other because, yeah. you know, you have to trust the person that you're in the ring with. So anyway, oh, for sure. He, he kind of answered his own question. He's like, well, maybe John Cena's just tougher. And I'm like, well, maybe he is, <laughs> you know, but, and then, he's like, <laughs> but he, he's 10. Now my son, not John Cena. My son is 10. And, he has, I, I believe, fully embraced that. Well, in fact, he has because we were watching uh, Raw a couple weeks ago. And he yeah. goes, Dad, he goes, even though I know this is fake, he said, it's still fun to watch. Ah, and I said, it is go. fun to watch. I said, it is fun to watch. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, the real American.
1: Fight, fighting for our rights. Fight
0: for the rights of every man. <laughs> what a guy. Um, I was joking, dude. We should send videos of Hulk Hogan to ISIS and say, this is what's coming for you, brother. <laughs> America. Brother.
1: <laughs> dude, that intro video. I mean, we're going to have to post that up because that intro video is just too hot.
0: Oh, it's fan. Dude, Hulk Hogan's so the man. So good. He is the man, brother. <laughs> I'm a fan. I am too. I just may wear that Hulkamania shirt tomorrow. I think you should. And when I step outside the house, I'll rip it off like he did. Just
1: <laughs> that's just a thick shred. cotton man. Be careful, yeah, He'll right. be, be, I'll be tugging on that for a while. <laughs> just get it started. Just get it, get it a gnaw on it. Just gnaw on the collar. Get it started. Uh, yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, to tie WWE into comic books, there is, a oh, w, yeah. there is a WWE comic book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's good.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> probably right next to the Kiss comic.
2: <laughs> it's probably the same <laughs> publishing company. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Would not be surprised. Yeah. All right, well, man, spe- I mean, hey, man. What's Speaking that? of comics, though. Well, yeah, man, comics, let's I, jump uh, in.
0: We, get, we got a lot to cover here
1: today. Yeah, we got a few things to talk about. Hey, uh, before we really get into it, though, just want to mention that we are going to be talking a f- the first two episodes of Iron Fist. Yes. Um, we're not going to be talking everything Iron Fist, but we will be hitting the first two episodes so just uh, if you haven't watched it yet and you're looking like, I want to stay away from spoilers, you know, there we you
0: are go. we are prepared to spoil the first two episodes because <laughs> we yes. really haven't
1: even watched the the whole thing yet. So
0: no, um,
2: no. Well, yeah. it, today,
0: hey. well, we're recording on March 22nd. Show went yeah, live yeah. March 17th. So, you know, um, you know, so maybe people have already burned through the entire yeah, season. Maybe so, OK, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for shouting that out. We are going to spoil uh, at least episodes one and two. It yep, just kind of giving you our thoughts. We're not going to break down, you know, second by second the show. But No.
2: <laughs>
1: no, that would be incredibly boring. Right. <laughs> um, but hey, I, uh, speaking of comic books, though, I went on to a digital provider um, and they had a sale. They were having like a flash sale on, on Marvel comic books. Oh, and so Marvel Directly? I, yeah. No, it wasn't Marvel Directly. I think it was like Comixology.
0: Oh, okay. You got to go through Amazon for those guys, right? Yeah. 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 They're an Amazon
1: company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super weird because you can't buy any of the, anyway, you have to buy the comics like on the website and then like yeah. download it to yeah, your reader. Yeah. Because of
0: some restrictions. Yeah. So if you have yeah. an iP- if you have an iPad and you want to use Comixology, you just got to go to the website to buy it and then it'll show up on your iPad.
1: It'll show up. Right. But they had uh, the, uh, what was it? man? I mean, Genesis... Uh, I think it was, oh. it was Genesis and it was uh, 2.0. So it was all re- remastered and refinished and recolored. Oh, um, Up okay. there for like, it was like seven bucks, seven and eight bucks. It was at marked half price. I like it. I did, dude. I bought that and I just, after I started reading that, man, I tell you, all of those, you know, I've been reading a lot of comics lately and I've been reading the new comics lately. I haven't read comics that I read when I was a kid or read when I was an early teenager recently. Um, and I tell you, the moment I opened up the first couple panels on that, and Magneto's on his moon base, and those and those uh, <laughs> and those mutants M. are coming in, and they're uh, they're trying to get help from him to to re, you know, relaunch the the mutant takeover. And uh, I tell you, those panels, I, I was on the, I was on my carpeted bedroom floor. Uh, you know 12 years old just breaking that bad boy open all over again
0: <laughs> with his shirt off
1: in <laughs> a, a, a slim jim no oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey when you're when you're 12 that stuff doesn't matter yeah you <laughs> know but in a in a in a glass of surge
0: no oh, sir <laughs> and farts Mountain Dew's poor cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you got you, you tread on holy ground when you start throwing surge. I, I know it under yeah. the bus, it, but it was a poor man's Mountain Dew.
1: Hey, I was I I had the three liter bottle in the fridge, so a you know my three liter bottle. You remember the three liter bottles? Oh, those bad boys were huge.
0: Good night. I think like
1: Sam's Club sold them, <laughs> and as a family of three, we definitely shopped at Sam's Club for whatever reason.
0: yeah you got to make sure to have all that butter (laughs) we did
1: (laughs) but uh but yeah man had the surge had the slim jim had that comic i tell you man reading those panels again and if you're curious uh, genesis is one of the classic stanley you know with chris claremont Mm -hmm. we talked about it a lot last couple weeks and uh it was finally on sale so i I picked it up and, and i just started clicking through it and good lord I couldn't stop. That is some good comic book right there. I couldn't
0: stop. It was tasty. Nice. Couldn't dude. stop.
1: Nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. And and I haven't. I kind of. Uh, I had last week, uh, kind of off. Lauren and I. Uh, she had spring break, so I decided to take it with her, and we drove around some of the state of Texas, and did, took some day trips, and uh, you know just kind of relax. So I kind of I kind of turned off my comic book reading there for a little bit, just to stay outside and get refreshed and cool. Had a, had a nice week off, man. It was a, it was beautiful.
0: Nice man. Nice. Well, I just wrapped up uh, wonder woman volume one yeah. uh, under rebirth. Interesting. Interesting take on, right. on wonder woman. You know, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to convince me to stay mm-hmm. with the wonder woman solo book. it's interesting where they're going and and kind of playing her with new 52 now with rebirth and yeah, she's having memories of her origin and, you know, her origin has changed from time to time. Sometimes she's, you know, the daughter, like the physical daughter of Zeus. Right. Yeah. Uh, Other origin stories have her uh, formed out of clay uh, by Zeus. I think that's what the wonder woman movie is going with yeah uh so yeah it, it was an interesting read it is a perfect example of inconsistent artwork under rebirth mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. there there are a couple of panels where wonder woman looks the the facial expression that they drew for her looks like she's three sheets to the wind i mean just <laughs> y- just look to waste yeah and uh um in, yeah. Interesting read. You know, I, I've wrapped that up, uh, getting ready to, oh, and, and I, and I did finish bloodshot, uh, volume one, you know, finally yeah. got the bloodshot under Valiant. So yeah, that, that's where, that's where I've been, uh, in terms of comic book reading and, you know, I stocked up yeah. pretty good. So won't be heading good back for a few minutes. Yeah, I'm good yeah, good for for a little bit longer. So, I got a real quick question though on so I'm on the Comicsology sure, uh website right here. Let's let's help our reasonableness out here uh a little bit. Okay. If I go and I look under uh if I go under publishers here and let's say I choose Valiant, okay? Cuz we are we're Valiant fans here at reasonablefanboys.com. So, Um, does it give you the option to buy volume like, like right now, like you can get all of bloodshot for like 60 bucks. Yeah. You can buy like the collected works and stuff like that. Yeah. But do they sell like the, like, you know, bloodshot volume one, bloodshot volume two, do they sell those digitally Uh, or no
1: kind of looking it up here? as we, as yeah, we
2: kind of just grind to a halt
0: here. Um, yeah.
1: I see well, what you see. You 27 items. Yeah. for all You could buy the bundle, so you can also do that. But uh, yeah, I think if you scroll down, then you can see individual issues. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can't. I'd have to do some digging here, but. Uh, it's interesting. And it, it looks like you're not able to. I'm just going to put in Bloodshot Volume 1 and see what happens. Yeah. See. I'm, see. Bloodshot Volume One. Ten bucks.
0: Okay. Okay. So you can. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to help out the reasonable a little bit. If uh, for those who you know may not buy, <clears throat> excuse me, for those who may not buy digitally, um, you know how they or may or paper wanna,
1: copies. Yeah. yeah. How
0: they may want to search that out.
1: Yeah. So, that's a okay. good. That's a good place to start. At a lot of places. Uh. There's a lot of tons of digital providers for that too uh comics all is just one of them they're more popular i know they have a quite a bit of sales right now and they're they're pumping all the iron fist stuff you know on their site and uh a lot of a lot of uh new stuff that's been dropping that's been uh pretty exciting and i tell you i've uh i have i i bought the i think there's this justice league and predator crossover (laughs) it's up there right now what um I did buy the Vision Volume Two, but I haven't read it yet. Um, so that's I'm excited to finish that little series up because that was. Uh, and you that's you been bought, on, you that's bought been on that digitally. I did buy that digitally, okay. yeah. yeah. Well,
0: you know the the cool thing about Comixology is you know, and we certainly don't sit here and and try to pimp you know one service uh, over yeah. another. That that's not what we do. Uh, I, I look at I look at Comicsology essentially no different than a comic book store, right? Because if you buy directly from DC. Like if you have the DC app, let's say on your iPad or your Android device, right? Well, you know, you're only going to get DC. Same thing. If you have just the image app or if you just have the Marvel app, comiXology is essentially the online comic book store. I mean, they carry all the publishers. They carry, you know, pretty much all the books. So, um, but yeah, I mean the, the, you know, if, if there is a limitation or drawback, you know, you do have to purchase from, the website. Um, but you know, yeah, that that's really, I mean, come on, you, you go one and you buy it and it's like everywhere. So
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know uh, they're having a, I think they're having a house of M sale on right now, which is where Magneto is the head of the X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. So that those storylines are, and there's a ton of like individual issues. There's, um, I think there's a, they're all collected works actually. And they're all like 50% off. Like, Uh the Civil War House of M is up there for five bucks and that's originally like nine bucks. Um Uncanny X-Men House of M is up there. Yeah, Spider-Man House of M, Wolverine House of M. So a lot of cool stuff. And and it's like nice little um breaks from the from from any sort of like event titles. And we talked a lot about this last couple weeks, like all the events. That are happening. These are places that you can dive in to just kind of grab some X Men or grab some, uh, grab some Avengers, grab some Marvel characters, and kind of dive in a little bit where you don't have to worry about. Okay, what do I need to catch up on? (laughs) You you just just read some of you know read some of these offshoots and kind of a different take on stuff and and might might help you out a little bit too. They're pretty exciting.
0: You may find yourself in a place that you enjoy.
1: Yeah, man. (laughs) And that's, and we were talking about that the other week. And it's funny as after we had our, you know, how you want, how much for what episode, uh-huh. I, that's when I went on and found them all for sale. And I was just like, Oh, they listened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they totally listened. Marvel, Marvel listened and, and mm-hmm. to our show and was just like, Oh, you know what? You're right.
0: Yeah. There, there is some, yeah, there is someone in Marvel who listens to this show uh, oh, for on sure. a week <laughs> on a weekly basis. So, um, we, we appreciate them doing so. <laughs> Yeah. For, li- for listening to us and coming to their senses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I'll right, you, man. It, in, so what, uh, you, what are you going to tell me?
1: Well, I got, you know, I just kind of, I, I, some things from the week and things that I've been seeing and reading up on. And I saw this uh, Venom movie um, oh, hit, yeah. the, hit the development side and decided I was just like, interesting. And I'm going to read into it. And and what do you know, John? What what do you know? Of course, it has nothing to do with anything that's going along with the MCU. It is Sony's shot in the dark one more time of developing a villain movie that will not have the, uh, the hero alongside of it.
0: Yeah, I I don't even know where to go with that. (laughs) I I just don't. It's, I I guess we can, the conclusion that we can draw is that apparently Venom was not a part of the deal with Spider-Man. Oh, the MCU thing. I'm guessing, I don't know. I mean, you know, we've only seen one trailer for Homecoming, so we don't know, is Oscorp involved? You know, well, we know Vulture. Is going to be a villain. I mean, that much we know.
1: Yeah. So where did where did this character? I mean, that's the thing. They didn't really lose the rights. Sony didn't lose the rights to Spider-Man when they handed him over to Marvel. No, they made a deal for it. And so they can still do whatever they want. I just uh, I, I don't know what boardroom was like. This sounds like a great idea.
2: I don't know what I don't know what is to be gained from that either. For the, for the, yeah, dude, I don't, dude, I don't even
0: really know what I can say on that. I just <laughs> don't. I, I don't empty. know what, I don't know what the end game is. I don't know what can yeah. be gained. It, it's clear that they couldn't handle the Spider Man property correctly. Right. With, you know, five movies under their belt, five <laughs> Spider Man movies, two of them being origin stories. So almost 50% of your movies was origin yeah. stories. How they they to throw out a Venom movie that would not exist within the MCU yet potentially have a character yeah from the MCU or would they recast a different Spider-Man and just take like the whole X-Men approach and just say well, you know, who cares? Venom comic yeah. books, right? I don't know. I, I mean, it, 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 is that the point that you know, Kevin? I I know we always goof up his his last name, Fage, Fiege, Fiege. Yeah. At at one point, does does he step in and just say no, no, you're not doing that?
1: I don't think he can. I don't know if he has the the pull. I don't think he has the 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 documented rights to say that.
0: Well, you know, and it goes back to Marvel. You know, when you sign over <laughs> rights of characters. Yeah, scrape it. I mean that you know
1: you get in trouble and you you sell property to to try to maintain a, your namesake.
0: Your poop's rolling around and you can't get here. It in here in a here group. we are. Yeah, here we
1: are. Ten years later, right? Or, you know more than that, twenty years later. Mm-hmm. You know from all of that garbage.
0: Yeah, man. That's uh, that. Yeah, I just I don't know. I I saw that yeah. as well too, and I just like okay. <laughs> yeah. Let it we'll see let, what happens. Well, I mean, my advice is let it be. Let it be. you you I hear you. Sony is guaranteed when when Homecoming debuts this July, they are guaranteed to make money off of this movie. Hand over fist, they're gonna, they're gonna be making. It's gonna be a blockbuster. It is going yeah. to be a blockbuster. There is just no doubting that it is. Yeah. So let it be. You you yeah. don't need to meddle. You don't need to meddle. Yeah. You you own the cinematic rights for Spider Man. You're essentially renting him back to the people who created him. You're going to make money. Let it be. Yep. So it's that simple. Let it be.
1: It's I think it all really excited. You know they see the home they see the Spider Man Homecoming trailers. They see the fan reaction. Everyone's super thrilled. Everyone's getting all up in arms about it. And they're like, okay, well we got to do something. Yeah. Like, no 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 excited no, you, puppies. Like no, like don't piddle on the carpet. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> all you got to do is you're about
0: to take a piddle on the carpet. There's one. There's only one thing they have to do. Ryan endorse the check that Marvel signs to them. <laughs> yep. Just just <laughs> yeah. sign your name. Those on royalty it. Just, checks. You just sign the back and just hand to yeah, Sign
1: the back and hit the deposit button. That's right. You can do it really easy from your phone nowadays. Right. That's all they gotta do. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. Um. But I saw that, and then of course I saw like the next stage of that, which was this weekend. Life is premiering. Um. Mm-hmm. The movie with Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal, um, and someone else is is in it. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all I saw was was Ryan Reynolds and in Gyllenhaal. hall, and I totally missed. I think I know Lawrence there's Fishburne else
0: is in it. it too, isn't he? Is it Lawrence Fishburne? I think I don't he know. is. So anyway, so Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> And Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds and some people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's, there's other folks in it too. <laughs> this isn't a Sam Rockwell moon, but <laughs> no, <laughs> where it's just no, Sam Rockwell. No. but a br- Brilliant movie too, by the way. Oh, he held the entire movie on his moon, own. Yeah, three.
0: moon is an incredible science fiction film. It is an incredible yeah. science fiction movie.
1: But apparently people are starting to put parallels together. You know, fan theory. Here we go, right? Oh, the, this is going to
0: be related to Deadpool? <laughs> no, this is the prequel to Venom this isn't a Sony picture though, is it? Uh,
1: I don't, you know what? I've, now that you say that, I don't know, but I,
0: cause if no, it is, if none it's none not of the writers, if it's yeah. not theory is shot down, <laughs> I guess, uh, you know what? You,
1: you got to look that up
0: real quick, man. Life, uh,
1: movie here. Let's see. Cause that is the, that is the premier, uh, theory is that, let me see here. Wikipedia. Maybe Wikipedia will tell me. I'm looking. Production company is Skydance, distributed by Columbia.
0: Well, oh, that's Sony. And that's Sony. That is Sony.
1: And so there you go. Yeah, owner Sony. So okay. people are saying that, and the writers, they've been asking the writers, um, is this the secret venom prequel? Is this like a like a like a set up the stage for Venom, and the writers of this movie have yet to say no, which, I'm sorry, is not a stamp of approval no, at all. No, Because guess what, dude? You have just pulled an entire other demographic of comic book fans to sit down in your seats in your movie and well, buy your tickets. And it's like, you've a... just told them, like, maybe. Like, maybe you have to go see it to find
0: out. And it's an argument from silence, which is... <laughs> yeah, not a is, valid yeah, argument an argument from not Sarah a Wilson. valid argument at all. it's not but so, so apparently this,
1: there was some things about it but they just they really are like spinning that you know that's like the new spin right now as to, oh, is to is that is that this new life movie which i hear is going to be really good is because it tells the story of a symbiote in space being brought back to earth
2: yeah in, in a space shuttle so that's the that's the essentially the story Okay, so this movie is rated R. So okay. would that mean that Venom would be an R-rated movie?
1: You know what? It wouldn't surprise me that they would toy with that so idea. Then, but, so then how does Venom
0: get his abilities? Yeah. They would have to just create a Venom character that's <clears throat> not similar to Spider-Man. Yep.
2: <laughs>
0: this stinks like poop. I mean, this I, is... I'm not telling... Ta- hey, I'm ta- it yeah. smells It smells it's, like garbage. I'm just, it does. I'm just delivering it. Smells like it. Garbage. I'm just letting you yeah, know. That's... <laughs> yuck yeah all right next
1: (laughs) (laughs) so apparently it'll find like the symbiote makes it back and eddie brock gets found and i don't know like i'm interested in seeing the movie i think it looks pretty cool but do you uh, really i think it does look pretty cool
0: yeah that's a rental man that's (laughs) that's that's a that's a one clicker on the apple tv at like 10 o'clock at night (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm kind of. I've been at <laughs> ten o'clock at night. I've been. I've. I saw the trailer. I thought it was pretty interesting. And yeah, it's a space like sci-fi horror movie. Like space. Oh,
0: let's see. So group of astronauts find an unknown life form. A uh, said unknown life form murders crew one by one. Oh yeah. Yeah, this movie's 1976, been made about times. Yeah, it's a movie called we know, Alien. We know, yeah. <laughs> we, it, know oh, we know. We know, we know. Oh, yeah, okay. This, uh,
1: yeah, the same movie's been made 500 <laughs> times by now. Like, that's no, longer, that's no longer a valid argument, John. You can no longer <laughs> oh. lambast a movie just because it has the same plot line of another uh, popular movie. That's okay. all movies are these days. <laughs> It's every single movie is a remake of another one.
0: Uh, it starts to feel that way, doesn't it, man?
1: Oh, hey, by the way, a,
0: a movie that was a remake of another movie that I saw last week. I just want to give a quick shout out. Oh, yeah. Kong Skull Island was beyond was beyond awesome. That's great, dude. Oh, man, dude. That movie was so much fun. I, I love this monster verse that Warner Brothers is building. Yeah. You know, uh, back when I was a kid here in Arizona, before, if you live in Arizona, Channel 5 is your local CBS affiliate. Sure. When I was a wee lad, that was not the case. Channel 5 was an independent station. And CBS, I think, was Channel 10 at the, at the time when I was a kid. And every Saturday morning, they had the Saturday morning theater. Okay. On on Channel Five, all right. And from ten a.m. to twelve, uh-huh. they showed a Godzilla movie every nice. Saturday. So old I school. I've old school man. Yeah, no no CGI. Okay, man in rubber suit stomping <laughs> all over cardboard houses and those, and Those rubber suits were real bad. <laughs> man, eight year old John gave two flying flips. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care. And so every Saturday, man, it was, you know, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, Godzilla versus Megalon, nice. right? Godzilla yeah. versus Mothra. And so, you know, I've always had uh, a love for those movies. Yes, you go back and you watch them now. you like, you can go like, oh, man, that looks human. Okay, yeah, you're right. It does look stupid, but <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was fun. And so yeah. I love a big monster movie. I love Pacific Rim. I had a blast watching that. Yeah, uh, you know, Godzilla, I loved it. Didn't like the Matthew Broderick at Godzilla. We could dedicate an entire show to that disaster. But I loved it too. Th- the
1: best soundtrack, man. That, that movie had the best soundtrack. Uh,
0: yeah, the soundtrack wasn't too bad, <laughs> no, I guess. It was it wasn't that great. <laughs> no, with the uh with the Green Day Puff Daddy mashup. Uh, no, yeah, it was Jimmy Page and and uh, Puff Daddy. Jimmy Page matchup. and Puff Daddy. That's right. That's right. With the Godzilla scream yes, in the background. Yes. Um, but the 2014 Godzilla, I thought was fantastic. I loved it. Kong Skull Island, which takes place before Godzilla, and they're kind of building to this whole monster verse. Dude, it yeah. was a lot of fun. It is a Cool. It's a total B movie. There's no question (laughs) with a list stars slumming their way through it. And you could tell everyone, you know, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel Jackson, John Goodman, John C. Riley, who doesn't play Dr. Steve Brule, but does have a cool little (laughs) Easter egg of Dr. Steve Brule uh, in there. (laughs) So you've got all these a list actors who, you know, uh, oh, and also uh, Brie Larson, who will be, you know, Captain oh, Marvel, yeah. of course, Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah. but fresh off of her Academy Award turn, you know, in the room from last year. Uh, so you've got all these A-list stars who are like, oh, hell yeah, we want to be in a monster movie. Right? And you could tell everyone was having a blast
2: nice. making
0: this movie. It was just fun. And it, it's a great film. You get your big popcorn. You get your soda. You sit down and you're just you watch big monsters wail on each other for two hours and you're like that was awesome, that was awesome.
1: <laughs> That's good. Man. Yeah, well, man, I tell you, for great. for a twelve day run at 115 mil domestic mm-hmm. that's not that's not a bad uh that's not a bad pull no man no
0: and you know it's it was expensive it
1: looks like an expensive it, yeah. movie to make those 185 and million on the budget
0: it literally has nothing to do with the peter jackson king kong that came out you know several years back this is a different kong it's a right. bigger kong uh, so it's a Kong that I is did hear st- about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a Kong that's still growing and and they make that a point to say and I'm, no spoilers but they make a point to say that in the movie he's still growing. So oh, by wow. the time he will interact with Godzilla, he will be the same size as Godzilla. Nice. Right? Yes. So I I got to say man, you know, I think Warner Brothers realizes these these aren't going to be 1 billion dollar, you know, hauls at the box office, <laughs> right? They they're just not. But I just love the way they're approaching it. It's they're just saying, hey, we're creating this cool universe where we're going to have big monsters smacking around on each other. We're going to have new interpretations of King Ghidorah, Rodan, Mothra, Kong. We think you guys are going to love it. It, we're going to pay tribute to the older Godzillas and King Ghidoras and Kongs that have come before it, but it's going to be yeah. like, it, it's a new Godzilla. It's a new Kong with an American spin. Cause you know, the, the Toho company still produces Godzilla movies in Japan that and we don't mean this as a slight, they're very Japanese films that Japanese filmmaking sure. has a different style, different structure, sure. different way of telling a story. It's not a positive. It's not, like an, a, not a negative. It's just a fact. It's just a different way of telling a story. What Warner brothers is saying is we want to take these classic monsters. Yeah. Throw in a classic American monster Kong, you know, who was not created by the Toho company, but give it a Western flavor, a Western spin an updated look, but still maintaining the, the culture of, you know, uh, uh, these monsters from the Japanese, you know, films. And, and I think they're doing a great job, the theater that James and I saw it in was a great crowd. People were laughing, they were having fun. When it was over, people were clapping and 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 hooting and hollering. I mean, That's it was great. very different from the uh, from the boar fest that that I sat in with Logan. Oh man! So yeah, man, dude, I just want to throw out Kong, Skull Island, some love and say Reasonableist if you haven't seen it because you can't walk into a comic book store. And there's not some kaiju stuff going on in there. There's you're gonna get big monsters oh, yeah. and Godzilla figurines and and things like that. So go check out Kong's Skull Island. You will enjoy. I guarantee it.
1: Nice. I mean, I've been meaning to go uh, get some time to go see that too. So maybe this weekend I'll. Yeah, man. Be able to, yeah, to you get, get you. That, that's when you've got to see that, in the theater.
0: Yeah, you know. I mean, it's. You know, it's one that you'll that you will enjoy watching on Blu-ray or digital on the flat screen. Sure. But that is a movie, and this is what I like how Warner Brothers is promoting. It's like this is a big screen adventure. Go see this on the big screen. It's it's not one that you just want. Well, I'll, I'll wait for the rental. Go see it on the big screen with some yeah. great sound. Just rattle in your chair. It just it's it's fun. It's fun, <laughs> and just go watch some kaiju, which is Japanese for strange beast. fighting each other yeah and then then there's like this persistent rumor too i don't know how i don't know how you felt about pacific rim i really enjoyed it
1: i enjoyed it a lot of people it was you know here's the deal with pacific rim half of it monster fighting love it big 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 robots love it like you know big robots monsters i'm totally in the other half of it is you know high school drama movie yeah. Like all the plot points, all the, that, the character That, that drags it down a bit, yes. I would high agree. school drama movie. I would agree. And you know what? It it's uh, When I when I hit the scales at the end of the night with that movie, monsters fighting each other wins. Oh, yeah. And robots fighting each other win. Yes. And, and Guillermo del Toro wins. Yes. So... I'm, I'm in, I'm a, I love Pacific. I watched it probably three weeks ago. Actually. Yeah, it's a fun just movie. Recently. It's a very it's fun, fun movie. Man. It's
0: and so fun. There's this persistent rumor that, and I don't think it's going to happen because it's two totally different movie companies that sure. they would try to bring in the, uh, what were the names of the robots in Pacific Rim? What are the, 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 the armor, the big armor? What was their, uh, jockeys? No, no, not jockeys. Um,
1: Oh man, I'm blanking. Yeah,
0: but they they were gonna bring you know possibly introduce them into the Warner Brothers, MonsterVerse. Uh, I I don't think that would work. Um, but Jaegers, uh, Jaegers. Thank you, jockeys, yeah. boy. Jaegers, <laughs> Jaegers. But that would be fun, man. To you know see some Jaegers, you know mixing up with Godzilla and Kong and kind of getting in between that. But
1: yeah, man, that'd be kind of cool, or at least like a. Watching these two fight it out, and then that's when you know they can start. They start building those Jaegers up, and kind of go from there. That'd be cool. Yeah. All
0: right, so that, that, that's all I wanted to add for oh, man. Kong Skull Island.
1: Yeah. Apparently, we're sitting on the switching gears. Uh, we're sitting on the precipice of cables, um, casting. Yeah, yeah. Can we can we bait that any harder? Can we just finally get a General name, please? Zod. Good grief! Michael I hear Shannon. it's uh yeah it's Michael Shannon. Uh boy, um, I'm not
0: not feeling that one. Not feeling that one. No what?
1: It's the uh not Michael. Hang on.
0: Yeah, Michael Shannon. Hmm.
1: Not General Zod though.
0: Yeah, he played. Yeah, yo, he played General Zod in Man of Steel. You better believe he did. No, I know he did that. Oh, okay. That's him. That's the actor.
1: Uh David Harbour is who I'm thinking about.
0: Oh, I'm thinking Michael Shannon because I just read today.
1: Yeah, Michael Shannon. It is one 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 side Michael Shannon. The other one was David Harbour from uh um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things.
0: I don't don't like either one. I I I don't like either either one of those two. Um I I think not because I don't think that they're good actors. I mean Michael Shannon is uh oh, yeah, he's, and great. he's an amazing actor, and he was absolutely fantastic as general zod i mean his zod was just again you know kind of almost like not really a bad guy he was just like like we talked about he was doing what he was essentially his dna was programmed to do yeah and that was to conquer and preserve
1: that was protect the uh, protect
0: krypton Protect Krypton. And no matter what the cost, protect yeah. Krypton. And so... Yeah.
1: Now, his little flavor of DNA inside of him told him that it, to protect Krypton, it meant to kill a lot of Kryptonians. Yeah. Um.
0: Or, or <laughs> annihilate an entire uh, planet, you know, commit genocide yeah. to reform. Terraform. Yeah. So he definitely was a bad guy, but he wasn't like a Thanos, who's just this mad tyrant who's going to just rule just right.
1: built on destruction for destruction's sake.
0: Correct. Correct. So I I loved his turn as General Zod. I I'm dismayed that Zod probably won't make a return unless somehow they can pull him out of the, you know, protoplasmic protoplasmic goo that Lex Luthor, you know, had the corpse floating around in. But chances are probably not gonna see him. I'll tell you who I would love to see play cable. And this is a name that was thrown out. Almost right from the get go, and that's Stephen Lang from Avatar. Most people recognize him from Avatar. Uh, if you pull up a Google image search of him, guys, Stephen Lang. It's S T E P H E N. Oh Lang. yeah. You I look gotcha. at this man. He looks like Cable. He's a tough old guy. He's the tough old guy from Avatar, and he yeah. is he is a bruiser looking dude, and he's yeah. a and he's a great actor. He is. He was rumored from the get-go to potentially be playing Cable, and when I saw that, I was like, "Yes,
1: that's what he was most recently in." Don't breathe. Yes, yes. That was his. That was uh-huh. his big role recently. Mm-hmm. Was the don't, as the blind man in Don't Breathe.
0: I I challenge anyone. Pull up a just a picture of Stephen yeah. Lang and put it next to a picture of Cable and tell me if that's not Cable.
1: Yeah, dude. If I mean, he can bulk up and. Oh, he was he
0: was ripped in Avatar. Remember, he was a he was I don't buffed. remember avatar. He was the uh, the colonel, the the army military guy who yeah, I
1: remember him. seeing him. I just don't remember what he looked like. And in, OK, in the avatar. well,
0: Avatar yeah. is a very forgettable movie, so I, I don't blame you for.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't try not to hold that against me. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I think now, you know, one of the knocks is that, you know, he is older. He's 62. You know what? Robert Downey Jr. is in his 50s and he's still playing Iron Man he's in incredible shape. He's a, he's a very well-known actor. He's, he's a little bit typecast. He traditionally plays gruff military types. Sure. Though he's also done a tremendous amount of stage work, theater work. He is an accomplished actor. He's not just, you know, there to play the heavy. He just has, you know, he grows that beard a little bit. You put a little salt and pepper in the hair and he looks like a, a, you know, a BMF. I mean, you don't want to mess with this cat. And so, (laughs) Uh, I I when I heard that I was like dude this guy should be playing Cable and he's got a great yeah. sense of humor he he could very easily play off of you know the the Deadpool you know sarcastic and smart aleck comments maintain yeah. the straight face maintain yeah character and that's not to say that David Harbour is not a a bad actor he is a great actor Michael Shannon yeah. is a great actor. I, I just look at David Harbour and I'm just like, you know, I, I don't, I don't feel cable when I look at that. I don't see cable. Yeah. I, I see my dad. I see a dad. What's up, dad? <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong on that?
1: You know, I don't, I, you know what they've done. Here's, here's, here's a. Uh, and he's
0: fantastic in Stranger Things. He is great, fantastic he's great. He's in great. Stranger Things.
1: Yeah. He's great. I think, uh, you know, we saw, you know, seeing Logan and seeing how they aged up, uh, you know, Hugh Jackman. And seeing, seeing a picture of Hugh Jackman outside of the Logan franchise yeah. was really strange because yeah. that dude looks a lot younger than, and they really well, did a great well, and job. We talked about
0: that in Logan's yeah. Heroes. Hugh Jackman yeah. is not that, he's not that old of a man. I mean, he's they, not that old. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, I, I feel like I know what you're coming from with, uh, with him, but with, with uh, David Harbour. Um, but i don't know i mean i would be i would love to be pleasantly surprised but you know first strike mm, i don't know like i'm not it's just kind of one of those things at this point there i'm just kind of like dude just give us just tell us already stop trying to tease it stop trying to make a whole thing out of it just just come on let's do this thing let's get the show on the road
0: well it's it it's starting to get a little bit tiring a little bit exhausting they're going to
1: overhype the yep. the pre movie right like mm-hmm.
2: Right. It's
0: it's already overhyped. I mean, it it just, it, it, (laughs) it, it already is. I think in order to, to get the cable character down, right. You've got to have a certain look, you have to have a certain demeanor and, and then take it from there. And so, you know, that, that's where I'm looking at for, for cable and, and where, you know, where he's going to be in that regard.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to hear who it is. I just I'm ready to hear it already. Yeah, right. I'm with you, dude. <laughs> I'm with
0: you. All right. Do you have any more uh, comic booking news, or do we get into Ooh. this Iron Fist?
1: Uh, other than Man Gold, kind of lambasting superhero uh, movies. Oh,
0: Man Gold, you made your gold with this movie. Now go away. He man. made oh. it, he made his <laughs> cash.
1: Ooh, hey.
0: hey there. <laughs> You made your goal. Yeah, no. blow, blow. After, Get out after of here, they see,
1: After they seem to make their cash, they seem to hate the movies that uh, they made their cash from. So right. Right. I'm you just, know. I'm over it. Like, yeah. you know, I was going to, I had more to say about it, but I really don't.
0: No, so but the, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Let like, it go. Shut up.
1: You made your movies. Like you made the movie, you made a great movie. You made your money. <sighs> go make something else. Stop telling yeah. us that you hate the movies that you just made. Like, just go make <sighs> something else now. <laughs> shut up.
0: Yeah. Boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> Boo. We, boo! we boo you, James boo. Mangold. We boo you. You made, well, Ryan says you made one, one very good X-Men movie. You made a meh X-Men movie. I say you made two <laughs> very almost equal with Logan being just a touch better than the Wolverine. But yeah, sure. man, it's like, you know, dude, just boo! I mean, you were... <laughs> Boo, hiss. I mean, it's, yes. it's it you know, it reminds me, dude, you remember, uh, a, a, it was about two years ago, Idris Elba uh, yeah. m- made a comment about how these comic book movies are so laborious or something like that. And I'm like, oh, boo, flipping who?
1: You know. Oh, it, Idris Elba said that? I don't remember mm-hmm. that.
0: Yeah. He threw out some, some boneheaded comment about them being laborious and tiresome and... And like he was when well, he was essentially called out, they're like, you know, what exactly do you mean by this? Because, you know, he his character, the MCU does not live and die by the Guardian of the Bifrost. OK, I mean, he's he had a <laughs> am I right? Am I reasonableness? Am I right? Can we all get an <laughs> amen from the from the crowd? You know, he's barely in Thor. He's in a dream sequence in Ultron. Right and a little bit of a larger role in Thor Two, which I enjoyed. Right, he got in there. I enjoyed his his roles in those movies. He got in there really do. Got in there and mixed it up a little bit more in Thor Two. That being said, the MCU does not live and die by the Guardian (laughs) of the Bifrost. Okay, and so so was he
1: a little salty that he doesn't have more lines? No,
0: he just because he said it's so tiring. He's like the Uh. the commitment. And it's like, oh, I'm what? sorry these movies are, are lining your pockets with with <laughs> money, Idris Elba. You know, another great actor, brilliant actor. I love oh, yeah. his work, dude. Everything from the wire the office
1: episodes, man. Yeah.
0: The wire, the office, uh, he, you know, the the Netflix original, uh, where he played an African general. Uh it was a movie. Um Just he's a great actor, great actor, and you know. So yeah, when I hear this stuff, where you know Natalie Portman, as much as we love Natalie Portman, Queen Queen Amidala, right, the mother of the Skywalkers, you know, for her to kind of throw shade, it's like okay, you know, you weren't complaining when when you were in these movies, you weren't complaining when you were cashing those, yeah, when you were cashing those fat checks, you know, Little Miss Oscar little Oscar press. And, but now that they don't have a spot for you anymore, you're, you're going to throw some shade. And I mean, she's entitled to, and Idris interest is entitled to, and Mangold's entitled to It's They can have their opinion, but
2: boo, yeah. boo. <laughs> it's, I
1: hey, mean, it's the American way, right? Your freedom of speech has two, two roads, right? Uh, It's back and forth and I get to boo you out of freedom and speech and you get to
0: say whatever you want. You know, talk to, talk to Terrence Howard about complaining. You're easily recast, right? Talk to Terrence Howard about how Marvel (laughs) reacts to your complaints too long. They're like, oh, okay, well we can easily recast you.
2: Next time,
0: baby. Next, next time. Tony, is that you, is that you up there? Tony Stark flying around in that armor. Tony. (laughs) I like how we just completely (laughs) emasculated this man too. My Next friend and time, mentor, baby. Tony Stark. <laughs> Where's that Tony at? <laughs> mm. I'll have to chastise him later. He's been like a be.
1: southern debutante. <laughs> <laughs> he better not be rolling dice in the. Oh, he better not floor. be shooting
0: those craps, Tony Stark. <laughs> All right, dude. Doesn't <laughs> that never gets old, man? Never. Next, next time, baby. <laughs> Hope yeah. Yeah. No, not for you. No. No. You're right. Not for you. There's not. <laughs> oh, brother.
2: Terry, I like how they. I our Iron Iron friend Terrence Howard.
1: It's. Oh man.
0: Dude, it's tough to go back and watch original Iron Man and see him in there and just think of what Don Cheadle has done with the Colonel Rhodes and War Machine characters. Just like, wow,
1: we... I watched... Uh, yeah, I was telling you I watched Iron Man 2 the other day and just... Uh, I love just like they get it right out of the way too. Oh, like, yeah. You know, yeah. they just get that Don Cheadle is uh, Lieutenant Rhodes like right out of the way. I mean, they have him in a CNN or C-SPAN sequence. Yes. <laughs> like where it's just underneath him the entire time to realign yeah. yes. the viewer. Yes. This- is this Colonel Rhodes. Is Colonel Rhodes.
2: Yeah.
0: That other <laughs> Colonel Rhodes, he's gone. We have this we Colonel Rhodes now. Yeah. This is Colonel Rhodes. Right. that oh, okay. suitcase
1: armor is sexy.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, dude. You what know, a Iron Man's, you know, Iron Man 2 gets a lot of a lot of people don't like it, but man, I I love Iron Man 2. It I I probably prefer that one over original Iron Man yeah man and I well, think it's he's
1: he's in it like he's it's it's no longer like the defining moment of a character in terms of like building a suit mm-hmm. like he's he's ready to go like he's yeah. lifting off
0: you know and, and I understand the complaints I mean you know whiplash was was not the most uh fleshed out uh villain sure. yeah you know and, and Mickey Rourke I think was cast because he was a little bit of the flavor of the month at the time he'd yeah. come off the wrestler which is wrestler. a yeah. brilliant movie absolutely brilliant speaking of wrestling that's a and great movie it is it's it's a it's a heartbreaking a heart-wrenching movie and if you haven't seen it the scene with his daughter where he just basically just admits that he's just been just a, a real you know Butthole of, of a dad, you know, his <laughs> entire life. Yeah, it's just a piece of work. And of course, the lovely Marissa Tomei is in that, who is just as gorgeous as ever. Uh, it, it's just a great movie. And so, you know, he comes off of that. It's sort of like his renaissance. You know, he gets the Golden Globe right, nomination, yeah. he's got the Oscar nomination. Still say he should have won Best Actor for the Wrestler. I still say it. His performance was unbelievably just, I, I can still watch yeah. that movie today. He is, Mickey Rourke is fantastic. And The Wrestler. He comes off that. He had a role in The Expendables. So he's coming off of that. Two big, you know, one critically, you know, acclaimed movie. The Expendables, big blockbuster movie. And so he gets cast in Iron Man 2. Yeah. And I enjoy Mickey. I thought his character was funny. Just kind of this slobby, Russian, you know, all tatted up, but like super brilliant. But they didn't really flesh him out, you know, too much. I think what really gets me about Iron Man 2 is just that is where we really got to see like marvel just with the action and when iron man and war machine when their oh, helmets yeah. clank down and the you know war machine's just you know unleashing traditional armaments while iron man is you know more the plasma rays the energy you know generated from the the tesseract and the arc reactor Right. You know, just two very different approaches to the armor, but yet working, you know, side by side. And, and I just remember that trailer with the camera panning around them as they're like firing and you're just like oh, goosebumps, yeah. right? Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to get the big gun on the, on the ridge. No, you have a big gun. Doesn't yes. mean you are the big gun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what, dude? Hang on a second. My shut up dog is. She needs to be shut made up. Made her way in the, made her way in here. Let me, All right, man. let me get her out of the office for a second.
0: We have three shut-up dogs in the family, two shut-up dogs, one barks consistently. So if you listen to Saucy Riffs and Tasty Licks, that dog is Sophie. She likes to scream at me for almost two hours a show. The second shut-up dog is Piper. That is Ryan's dog. She's a real cutie. Uh, She likes to just kind of every once in a while. And then the third shut-up dog is my dog, Shandy. And Shandy doesn't really bark. She just kind of comes into the uh, recording room here and sniffs. So we have, I was just explaining while you stepped away, the three shut-up dogs and the shut-up dog family. Oh, yeah. So we got yeah. one that screams at me for two hours. That's, that's <laughs> Sophie. Piper just comes along and just kind of goes, boof, boof. And, and then you got Shandy dog, who's my dog, who is going to be 13 here in just a couple of months. She just basically comes in, sniffs around, looks at me and then walks out of the room. She doesn't even hardly say a word. So,
1: (laughs) well, my, Um, my office door doesn't have like a traditional latch on it. It's one of those push doors. Oh. She's just going of push and it opens She can up. just come right in. And yeah. she has figured it out where she can just like give it a, a strong little nudge and, and she just she's opens in. the door. And Yep. Here I am. I'm in here with now. I'm in here nice. hanging out with you.
0: Okay, dude. Let's let's get down to the meat of this show. Yeah, buddy. We've been eating. Yeah. Oh, pardon me. We've had enough coleslaw and mashed potatoes and gravy. It's time to dig oh, into appetizers. this. Teasers. Time to dig into this Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> get in here.
2: Let's talk no, Iron some, Fist. Uh,
0: episodes bit, one and two. Well, if this is
1: Kentucky fried chicken, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's Georgia, it's Georgia gold chicken it Kentucky fried chicken. All right, so do you want me to go first? Do you want me to just kind of dive in? Let's get this going. Let's sure, man. Let's let the, let go, let the curmudgeon start. I, I feel start. like I've been talking a ton. so Let's let just. the curmudgeon start. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, hey, if, if you're letting the curmudgeon start, then we,
1: we may both need to start talking at the same time.
0: Maybe. Maybe. So there's a couple things I want to get out of the way. And uh, we, we addressed this a few episodes back before you know, anybody outside of just a handful of critics were able to see at least episode one of Iron Fist.
1: I think the first half, actually. They got to see through episode six or something like that,
0: I think. Okay, so they got to see the first six. Okay. Uh, I want to address, and we're not going to go in here really deep on this. That's not what this show is about, though I, I do feel it needs to be addressed, that I do not believe in the slightest, in the slightest, that this show is racist. And I'm tired of hearing about it. I, uh, I am tired. I'm, you. I'm if, tired. If that
1: if that if that sections us off into some like socially unacceptable group of people, then fine. But mm-hmm. I don't see. I don't. I don't. I, I not. I'm not understanding it.
0: I I don't get it. I don't understand where that's coming from. We we are not Marvel apologists. We are not. You know. Well, we are fanboys, but reasonable fanboys, of course.
1: We try to be at least. We try
0: to be. Um, but you know, we can be try unreasonable. Be we can well we can be unreasonable, you know. I'm I'm unreasonable with my Star Wars. There's some things you're unreasonable with, and that's all right. Sure, yeah. So if we're going to lob this criticism that Marvel is racist, and this is not an, an E rated show, so John's gotta watch his tongue here on this one because I I, I could let loose with some expletives here. If you if these people truly believe Marvel is racist, then you haven't been paying attention. And shame on you, and you're stupid. Okay, I'm saying it. You're stupid. You you have not been paying attention. And let me tell you why. Luke Cage is a predominantly African American cast. Okay? Number one. Sure. Nick Fury is black. He started out white in the comics, the ultimate version. He was black, African-American. That's the role they chose for the movie. They chose to go with the ultimate Marvel appearance of Nick Fury, who is African-American character who was originally white. You look perplexed. You didn't know that?
1: Uh, no, no, no. I'm with. You. No, okay. I know he okay. was originally right. white. Yeah, I'm. I'm He's originally white. I'm with you. Okay. I'm agreeing. Okay. I'm okay. just listening.
0: So they decided to go with the African American version, which was the right decision to make. That is the better version of Nick Fury, Is the ultimate universe version of Nick Fury. I love that version. Love that version in the animated shows, in the comics, and I've loved Samuel Jackson's uh, portrayal of Nick Fury. I think has been spot on. Okay. Um, Now, I think Marvel deserves criticism for how they've handled female characters, and we have called them out on that. Yep. Okay? And rightfully so. The only two that they have even really given any sort of spotlight have been Jessica Jones and Black Widow. Scarlet Witch has her couple moments in the sun, but when it comes to merchandising... mothers
1: as well, but she doesn't get... Uh, Colby, love, right? Yeah.
0: But when it comes to the merchandising, the t-shirts, the action figures, the video games, it's, it's the dudes who get featured, right? Oh, yeah. So if you're labeling, you know, Marvel is racist. And I saw an article today that I'm not even going to give out the website because it's not worth your time. But this person called out Marvel and the creator of Iron Fist as dirtbags. Racist dirtbags. And I don't get it. And this isn't two bald white guys who go on, well, I don't think racism exists. It exists. Are these shows inherently racist? The answer
2: is no. They are not. They are not. And I yeah. don't understand wear this
0: vitriol for Iron Fist because we're going to get into how we feel about it. And it has nothing to do with race. The character in the book is Caucasian. Yeah. They chose a Caucasian to portray yeah. him in the show. Now, could they have picked an Asian person? Yes. Would that have changed anything? No, no. they could have made him African-American. Would it have changed anything? No. No. But in terms of how Marvel has chosen to portray their characters from print to screen is to maintain a consistency as much as possible. African-American Nick Fury on print, African-American Nick Fury
2: on screen. African-American Luke Cage on print, African-American on screen. White Tony Stark on print, white Tony Stark on screen. Is that racist? The answer is no.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a. I'm. Yeah, obviously I'm gonna get off my so. I'm one. gonna
0: get off my soapbox because I just. I'm tired of it. We we should be judging this show on the merits of how good it is and how it fits into canon and lore that has come before it. Sure. Not nitpicking this so-called cultural appropriation of Iron Fist and trying to take over Asian culture. I, I, I don't see it. I don't get it. And I don't believe it's there. And, and you're not going to convince me otherwise.
1: Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I can't just help but echo everything. I'm not going to get on a soapbox again no, no, with and you, but it's one of those things where I'm just, uh, it, that, uh, and I was to be honest with you, John, when I turned the show on, that was one of the first things I was thinking about was like, okay, well, let's see this. Um, let's see what I've been hearing about. Let's see this. Uh, let's see this racism. Let's see. Let, let's actually see what's going on with it. You know, Rotten Tomatoes critics gave this show like thirteen uh, percent on their critic scale. Uh, viewers, viewer support 87 percent yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. Now I'm, I'm going to agree touch on, with it. Hang I'm, on. Well, I'm going to touch, hip-
0: touch on the hypocrisy of that here in a in a second. But I, I see sure. where you're coming from. Though keep whether going, or not
1: keep I going. agree with it is is another thing. You know, I I uh, but at the same time. I feel like after this show hit um the massive airwaves, if uh if racism was alive and well in this TV show, I feel like other than the the small tiny pockets that we've seen it brought up in, uh, I, I feel like this would be just all over everything had mm-hmm. this been actual um, you know, racism out of the gate on a Netflix television show. And I believe if it was it would even be pulled. I think it's I think Netflix is serious about their content and making sure that they are uh, partnering with the right people. I believe Marvel would would make that decision well, as and, well. And that's what
0: you think Marvel and Di- well, the Disney of today. We're not we're not talking about the Disney from the 40s and the 50s. Sure. We, okay, cuz we we could do a <laughs> Fair, whole podcast yeah. on that. Okay, we're talking about <laughs> And I love this anyway, that's my little soapbox, but no, I'm not you, seeing it. You you're, you're 100% out. right. You're 100% right that Marvel Disney, Netflix would stand to lose so much yeah, if this show was inherently racist. And I just, I don't, and, and dude, I feel the same way when I, when I turn on episode one, I, I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, I guess I got to look out for the racism here. I need to be culturally sensitive and, and look out for the racism and duck and dive when it comes, you know, hurling my way. And when I finished episode one, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't, yeah, I don't see it. It's a, it's a story of a, a young boy who survives a plane crash and is rescued by some monks who exist a, in a plane that can't be seen. Kong Lon is you know, kind of similar to what you know, how Dr. Strange interacts in his mystical world. And those monks are portrayed as nothing but saviors and protectors. Right. Of this young boy, the respect that he has for kung fu, with the the dojo that he visits, where Colleen is the instructor, right? It, you know the nothing is portrayed stereotypical. There's no, uh, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not seeing the this, stereotype. Like, I'm this not 1940s seeing, yeah, 40s you know. era stereotypical, like the Asian people are all sneaky and they can't be trusted and. You know, here comes the white savior who's going to learn their ways and then beat them all up to show them who's boss. Right. I what I I don't see where any. Now, we're only two episodes in. I, I think that's a fair enough assessment to say it's, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It right now. I don't you know, see it.
1: Maybe episode four, episode five. Maybe if I come back and say, you know what? I was wrong. Then I'll be wrong. Then we will correct ourselves. Um, we will correct yeah.
0: it. That's what this show is about. But
1: right now, episode two, uh I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I, I'm i at that stage of just like, dude, I don't, I don't know what people, I don't know what those who were getting up in arms about it. I don't know where they're coming from. And that could just be an educational thing where I just simply don't know the perspective that they are seeing. Um mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I'm not saying that I, I have a, I have a big perspective on the world. um, But I, I don't know. I, um, I don't feel like I'm an idiot either. So I feel like if I'm seeing something that's appropriating something else, that's not, you know, that's not comfortable. Then I feel like I could see that and say something, but I ah, man, I'm not, I'm well, just not seeing it
0: in an age where comic books, both on, on print and on screen are probably more diverse than they ever have been.
1: That yeah. I can oh, remember. Yeah. yeah. I think Iron Man is now a, a young uh, African-American girl.
0: Yes. You know,
1: that's the new Iron Man,
0: uh, you know, Wonder Woman in the in Rebirth uh, has bisexual tendencies because she lived around women. Yeah. Right. And so but that doesn't they don't make that a defining characteristic of her character. They're just saying, well, hey, we got to kind of, you know, admit that if she, you know, existed with just, you know, females, that there would probably be female to female attraction. But they don't base the entire story off of that. So the diversity has been. I think more forefront than, than anything. And now how you and I are going to disseminate iron fist is not based upon alleged racism. It's based upon the merits of, is this show worth watching? Is this show entertaining?
1: Is it good writing. Is it good, you know, movie? Is it a good experience?
0: Yes. And so I guess I would just say, you know, folks, instead of being so quick to be offended and look to be offended, and trying to find a fence around every corner, well, my best advice to you is go into your bedroom, close the window, shut the door, turn off all the lights, and just live out your existence in a dark room. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Because there you go. Maybe you'll be happy. So okay. All right. Off let's, the soapbox. Let's, let's let's off go. Off the let's go. Boxes. Let's keep moving. So episode <laughs> one. Um. Yeah, dude. Here's here's my thing with Iron Fist. Now it it's going to be very similar to. How I looked at at Luke Cage uh, th- there's sure. a, there's a couple things that just are really sticking out to me, and, and you know, I hate to come right out of the gates with just the you know blah, but I, I gotta come out <laughs> with the blah because we we thought, we said we're gonna base this show on for me, this is what I'm basing this show on. Number one, how does it fit into current? MCU chronology and timeline. You all know that timeline is important to John. I love my timelines. Okay. How does it fit in? How does he fit into the defenders in general? Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. And then, you know, finally, I mean, do these, are these shows worth watching? Are, are they entertaining? When Luke Cage was finished, we both agreed that season probably should have been about eight episodes. Yeah. Maybe even six. Maybe yeah. even six. So, here is what I see happening with Iron Fist that I saw with Luke Cage. I don't believe they have enough content to really stretch this out to a genuine what is it? 16 episodes, I think, is season one. Is it 16, 13, 16? So, that's why we're seeing, at least in yep. my opinion, so many flashbacks to the plane crash. We have to fill time with something. Ryan, you and I were talking about this last night over the phone. I, I can't watch any more flashbacks to that plane crash. I I I get it.
2: Yeah. The the, the plane oh my gosh.
0: The, the engine blew out, the top of the plane ripped off. Danny's mom got sucked out. Danny's dad, his his final words to his son were, I love you. I get it in it, you and I yeah. joked about it, it. It'd be like watching the next Batman movie and every 10 minutes we see Martha and Thomas Wayne get, get blown away, you know, every 10 minutes it would be like, okay
1: okay
2: dude
1: yeah that that i'm I, with we you got on this it. one because that that and it wasn't even and this was what was more frustrating and i know we kind of we had a we had a nice long conversation last night about a, a bunch of things we we're on the phone for probably two and a half yeah, hours. i know like a couple of t- like a
0: couple <laughs> of teenage girls
1: just just giggling away laying on and, our
0: pillows and just talking <laughs> 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 but i
1: tell you and it wasn't, and, and I tell you that going back to a scene that is impacting a character to to have effect, like yeah, and we should see, you know. The first, the first time we understood about that about Batman about his parents being killed, we we're going to see that referenced a couple of times and let's just take BBS for example. yeah we intro the movie with it and then it was a theme obviously through the entire movie right it was mothers uh, and then you know he visits the grave uh, he has that dream sequence of being in, in the grave with his mother and the blood that was coming out of the out of the, out of the, the tombstone or, mm-hmm. or whatever that was. yeah um, and I but the, here's the deal with it when it's the same shot over and over and over. It's not even a different sequence. It's not a different scene. She's not saying anything different or he's not reacting different. Like we're seeing it from a different angle, angle, right? Just shoot it from a different angle. And it's this, it's like just hitting the replay, just drag and drop. (laughs) When I ever, whenever we need like a 45 second moment, just drag and drop and copy this thing into the, into the play line. And then now we have, you know, this thing peppered through the first two episodes. And it doesn't get any better
0: in episode two because it's still the same dad gum yeah, sequence. Yeah, it it is, it is. And 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 I it's so funny because Joanna did not watch uh, episode one. She watched episode two with me, and so she watched with me last night. And I and I got her up to speed because I said, you know, I said you don't really need to see episode one. I said, here's what's going on, and she's like, okay, I got it. So we watched episode two, and when it was yeah. over. Now, she's not a comic book fan at all, but she absolutely enjoys the Marvel movies. She, she thinks they're great. She loves them. She was like, she, she first thing she said was, you know, that, that was terrible. She said, that was yeah. not a good show. And I was like, yeah. I said, I'm kind of starting to agree with you. There, there's a couple things, Ryan, that just keep, and I, and I don't want to be like, Debbie Downers and Negative Nancy, like right out of the get-go, and I don't want this to be a self, prof- uh, you know, fulfilling prophecy like it was with Luke Cage. Sure. That being said, I, this show feels rushed. It it feels like, get it out, get it out, get it out, get it out, and 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 it's out. And yeah, again, I I feel like we're spreading too thin. And yeah. The the TV shows too thin, too fast, man. Yeah. The TV shows Daredevil aside, half of Jessica Jones aside, because that, that got much better in the second half of yep, season one. Okay. Yeah. So we've got two hundred. Yeah. Daredevil seasons one and season two. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. Jessica Jones took a little while to heat up. Once it did, I, I couldn't stop watching. I was yeah. I was hooked. Luke Cage was just it was up, it was down, it was down, it was down, it was down, it was up, it was down, it was down, it was down, then it was slightly up and then it was down. And okay. Iron fist right from the get-go, man. I I I don't like I don't like Danny Rand. Shut up, dog. I don't like shut up, dog. Yeah. I don't like Danny Rand. I don't like him right now. He Yeah. I I liked the end of episode two where Mm -hmm. he realizes that he can focus his chi to get the iron fist or he can anger himself to the iron fist. And you can tell he didn't realize he could do that until that moment when he's getting worked over by some of the other uh, residents of the uh, psychiatric uh, hospital. He's getting beat up and the fist starts glowing. And I'm like, yes, yes, we're well, he
1: explained. He did explain that a little bit inside of the did uh, he explain the therapy the, session. that
0: anger will bring? Because I thought he said that it was is, he had to focus his
1: chi. The, um, the focus the chi, and the second well, that's to like call. He says the focusing the chi was to call down the Iron Fist. Okay. And so I think there's like okay. a second stage we're not seeing yet of this Iron Fist character. Sure, but he did say it will um, uh, present itself in the heat of battle.
0: OK, OK. All right. And so he did I, I say will, that. OK, I will but, take the uh, correction. But, I will take the no, correction, I, you know. No, no, it's good. It's good. Thank you. I mean, that that helps. That helps me flesh it out a little bit more. Yeah. makes a little bit more sense. So yeah. I, I loved the debut of the the Iron Fist. So cool. That yeah. was very cool when he when he punches the wall. Very, very good camera angle. And then punches sort of the that door re- out. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. Then that realization He's like, whoa. And he just kind of walks away. Right. Yeah. Loved, love the way that episode ended. Now, yeah. I don't love how we've gotten there. And you, you brought <laughs> up something that, that just can't be overlooked. And, and I'll get back to why I don't really like Danny Rand yet. Now, yeah, their goal is to make me like Danny Rand. Right sure. now, I don't like Danny Rand. And, and it's not because it's like, oh, well, he's he's a sniveling wussy. I no, I just I. Y- you're not giving me a reason to really sympathize with this guy. And I think Ryan, what it comes back to, and I, and I thought a lot about this today, what it comes back to is the flashbacks, at least for the first two episodes. Now, hopefully we'll be corrected. And if we are, we will address it on this show. No doubt. Sure. I think the reason why I'm not feeling that empathy in that, that connection with him is because we see the same death flashback over and over with the same dialogue. And I think that if we had something else that hopefully we'll get once we get it. Now, you've seen episode three. I have not. I did. No spoilers for three. Okay. No. So I think that is what's keeping me from really saying, oh my gosh, I hope Danny can get all of this figured out. Because right now he does kind of come across as a crazy hobo. And... I, I just yep. I, I don't feel aligned with him where even though I didn't always like where Luke Cage went, I, I felt aligned with the Luke Cage character. I understood the struggle that he was having of right. having this incredible power, but he didn't want to embrace it. But yet he wanted to protect those that he loved. Uh, and and, and you felt his struggle very quickly and and you're able to identify with it, even though it wasn't always done well. yeah, yeah. And I think you would agree. I, I, I felt more in tune. I was like, okay, I get where Luke is going with this. I get it. I yeah. get his struggle right now because he wants to do things the right way, even though he knows he could just go on a full just rage and just start tearing heads off of people. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that, that wouldn't solve anything. That would actually just make things worse. Right, yeah. Where with Danny, it's like, what are you, what are you doing, Danny? <laughs> what, what, what are you doing, Danny boy, Danny boy? You know,
1: <laughs> I got some, I have some thoughts on that, okay. and that, and I think, and what upsets me, and what's frustrating with me about the Danny Rand character, because I'm with you, is uh, he's a walking hypocrisy right now. Uh, and I understand it is just like I feel like we're asking, you know, suspension of disbelief comes as a ticket price when you walk into a Marvel movie. Oh, yeah, but at for, the same any, time, for any comic book movie, right? For yeah. any comic book yeah. show, comic mm-hmm. book movie, obviously, right? But there is a there is a second level of suspension of disbelief that then I have to take. You know what? I take the first one with superpowers and superheroes and everything like that. But don't make me take another one. Like I shouldn't have to take another suspension of disbelief based on the fat, that foundation. And I have to do that with him right now because this guy is a walking hypocrisy. Um the way he walks around uh and I and I and I have to and I'm gonna say all this and I have a follow up. I have a rebuttal of myself here, but
0: <laughs> you're gonna rebut yourself. I love it. I man. am. I'm gonna okay. argue with myself. All right.
1: The way he's been walking around um with this calm zen. And then his lash outs to people who are yeah. to people around him, like, like Ward and, uh, and, and, uh, the, joy, um, joy mm-hmm. and the way he treats them as well. And I, and it's like, he's, he's talking to Colleen in a certain way. He's talking to his, uh, homeless friend in a certain way. And then he talks to Ward and joy in a certain way. And then he'll switch gears and all of a sudden he's raging out against them. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm like, and i and i don't get if you've lear- if you've gone to a different plane of existence and you've learned the secrets of of martial arts then how are you flipping out against people who you are supposed to be con- you know talking to and like hey like you've got to believe who i am and i understand that there's a passion there here's my rebuttal for myself is that he's also been as a child grew up in a, in a socially uh, void, in a social void of a monastery where he did, does not understand uh, the emotional interactions of an American society. <laughs>
0: there, there, <laughs> like, were, there were no after school programs and right. Yeah.
1: So I, I get that where he's just like, or I've got to remember that. And I hate having to remember that for a character because that doesn't, that's not consistent to me. Like that's not a foundation of a character to me um is like i have to keep remembering oh well he did come from this and i have to keep reminding myself of that um for the for the writing of this character so maybe hopefully this levels off uh to where we see uh the iron fist uh and danny rand um become more of a level-headed character as who i was expecting i was expecting more of a level-headed character than what i'm seeing on screen
0: yeah, I I would agree with that. I would agree with that, and it it could be with some maturity, and as he starts to embrace, uh, the the iron fist persona, sure. As the and and one thing that I that I've absolutely love is very quickly they've established the hand is the enemy in this in this series. Oh yeah, there there was no slow burn. Where you are just like, oh my gosh, and you know, we find out by episode eight and a half <laughs> that it's the hand, and you're like, good grief, right? We know, yeah. we know, Daredevil. Obviously, if you've seen season two, spoiler alert, it's been out for a while. He tangles with the hand directly. Oh, it's great. The it was... hand hands him his rear end on more than one <laughs> oh, occasion.
1: Such a good, such a good series.
0: Uh, you know, and you know, you know what's really funny is because uh, Joanna asked me when watching this. She goes, the hand. And I was like, yeah, I said, you know, Daredevil tangled with him in, in season two. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, he really had a hard time with with the hand. I said, they're, you know, very skilled. There's a mystical energy that works behind them. And he has a hard time because he's just, you know, a, a guy with radioactive senses. Uh, right. That hasn't given him any sort of super strength, hasn't given him any sort of mystical power. So he's desperately trying to keep up with just. Enhanced senses and a limited physical body against. Right, mystically, you know, charged ninjas, <laughs> right? And and he's struggling. And I said, uh, or I said, or oh, he could just take the Punisher, Punisher's approach and snipe them from a distance and not worry about
1: it. <laughs> just start wrecking <laughs> heads. <laughs>
0: that's a, that's how Frank Castle deals with that garbage. So yeah, I, you know, episode two, they very quickly tell you that this is the hand. I I love that scene where. You know, Danny tells his uh um doctor in the psychiatric hospital that you know he was you know trained in Kung Long, it's a monastery, yeah. you can't you can't find it on a map, you'll never find it on a map. That he's he's been trained as a warrior and he's like, Well, who've you been trained to fight? And he and he just said the hand. I've been trained to fight the hand. And yeah, I and, and I will say, dude, I, I fanboyed right there. I was like, Yes. Nice. Thank move. you. Nicely done. Yeah. Nicely done. You established very quickly. You didn't have to do it in episode one. You didn't. There was no need yeah. to. But very quickly in episode two, you said the hand. And in your, you're establishing this right. is going to be who the defenders go up against because the right, iron, exactly. the right. iron right. Yeah. fist is not going to be able to take them on by himself. Daredevil can't do it by himself. Jessica's not going to be able to, and Luke's not going to be able to. And and we don't know. I I still am holding out hope that Frank Castle makes a little wink wink appearance and in the defenders They've got I'm, to pull him. In. I'm, I'm hoping he does. I'm hoping he does. Come Cause on. man, we could use some John Barenthal right now. Um, give we us a really little, really can. Yes. We need we some really good. Yes. We need some, we need some right Frank castle in a bad way right now. So, uh, I, I loved that. I was like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for introducing, They're not holding the cards.
1: No. Right. It it doesn't seem that way. With certain things, they are. Yes. But with with big storyline, with big overarching, you know, theme, we're not holding the cards to the chest. We're putting them on the table. Yes, and I'm, I'm, and a, I'm I, with you, dude. I, I loved that was, it. I, was, I loved it. In the you same way. you
0: very quickly hooked that right into into Daredevil. Instant connection with Daredevil. Instant connection with the Punisher because they yeah. they tangled with them, and so I love that. I love that. I, I thought that yeah. was a great move. No slow burn there because that's what killed Luke cage too much. Yeah. Was that slow burn? The slow, it, it was set reveal. up differently
1: too, man. It was a, it was a procedural television show. It was NCIS Luke cage. You yes. Know? It yes, was right. It, you know, it crime was scene investigators,
0: Luke cage. <laughs> love it, like, man. Love like it. It was,
1: yeah. CSI Luke cage, you know, <laughs> it was man. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm, I'm glad that the Iron Fist television show so far, at least for episode two and, I, you know, seeing episode three, I know some stuff there. I can't remember. I'm getting episode two and three blended a little. So I'm trying not to. I don't want to talk too much because I feel okay. like I'm going to be talking about episode three yeah. because and we don't want to spoil three that if, steps it up a little bit good, uh, good, with a lot of that too.
0: So, Ryan, you mentioned something to me last night that that I caught uh, very quickly, as did yeah. you. Uh, we, we can't ignore the, uh, to repeat a phrase I used from last week, the 700 pound growling tiger looking at me in the face, the fight choreography in oh, this show okay. is, is beyond rough. And you know, Ryan, this is where I don't understand. And you know, we're in guys, we're not, you guys know us well enough at this point, you know, Ryan and I are not critics. We are fans of these characters. Okay. We are not yeah. critics. So please don't take what we're saying as like, oh, it's just a critic's review. Not even to the slightest, right? What I don't understand is the fight choreography in Daredevil is top notch. It's tight. It's it's focused. It's believable. It's It's gritty. It's bloody. Daredevil gets beat up. Daredevil beats up. And he shows the effects of it. The people who take the beating at his hands, they show the yeah. effects of it. We saw Kristen Ritter. She kind of grew into some physicality as the show She doesn't went have on. a
1: style that that's the, that's the thing about Jessica Jones and she doesn't have a fighting style. She's going to pound her fist into something until it stops breathing. Yeah, like, that's just, where she lives. She's
0: throwing haymakers is what she's doing Wild yeah haymakers. she's,
1: she's just going to attack. you know, Luke Cage has that slow he's, lumbering. He's the tank. you know, he's the tank. the tank. Yes, you know, but Jessica Jones is your is your brawler. She's just going to throw haymakers all night. Daredevil's your you know, you've got style Jessica Jones didn't have a style. like no. she just threw haymakers. No,
0: at. and but you could see that she got comfortable with the physicality towards sure. the end. And Kristen Ritter did, yeah. Kristen yeah. Ritter did, yeah. Did I say Kristen Stewart again. <laughs> No, I don't
1: think okay, you did. Right. I don't. At least I didn't catch it all this time. I don't know. Uh,
0: so here we are with Iron Fist, who it should be on the same level, if not exceeding that of Matt Murdock.
1: Okay, you should be. We should be where Matt Murdock is. At least where Matt Murdock is, and so far beyond Luke Cage, it's not even funny,
0: right? Because we the what our biggest criticisms with Luke was the shoving, the pushing, the shoulder charges, the throws. Just, they, they didn't look believable. they It, it looked like yeah. two guys jumping around. I mean, we, we were poking some fun at, you know, some pro wrestling at the start of the show. Yeah. You know, John Cena makes things look more believable than Luke Cage did. Right? Yeah. In terms of physicality. So, yeah. Ryan, tell... Talk, talk to us about the uh, the kung fu in Iron Fist and the importance okay. of making it look like you're making a connection with your opponent's face. <laughs>
1: Good grief! So, I mean, it opens up. You know, uh, you know, the first it, it you know the first fight scene happens in the first what ten minutes of the show. Um, we see yeah, yeah, see it Danny does. Resonant, run, yeah. running in the building. Yes, and which yeah. I thought was a great move. Yeah, as soon as you know, you know, there's been a lot of television shows where. You know, you think about the slow burn and we get to a fight scene, like in the first 10 minutes of a television show, like, this is great. Like, I'm ready for this. This is what I've been, this is what we've been waiting for. We know about the mysticism. We know about the training. Cause this is supposed like, to be ready a, to see
0: it. It's a Kung Fu story. So we want it's to a see Kung Fu story. We man. want to like, see everybody was Kung Fu fighting. You know, I've watched so, and you,
1: I've told, I've said this before and, and you and I've talked about it. I love Kung Fu movies. You do. I am a Jackie Chan fanboy. You love that it, guy, you love Ip Man? You love Ip the Man, Ip Man. Dan, Man movies? Donnie mm-hmm. Yen mm-hmm. is is the next stage Jackie Chan. There has there's oh my gosh. I am a fan of kung fu movies. I love the physicality. I love the fluidity of movement. I love I love it. It's good. <laughs> it's <laughs> technical and it. it's wonderful.
0: Yes.
2: They are and fun then, dude. they are
1: fun. And Finn Jones, Mr. Finn uh, takes on this Danny Oof. Rand character right. and the first five minutes of that fight scene, when he goes, and I had to watch this twice and it caught me the first time and I hate it when it does that. When he, that first fight scene, and he goes to block the nightly, the stick with the other guy's stick as he's bending backwards, that little move where he blocks it, bending backwards. Number one, that stick was nowhere near him to hit him in the first place. They were aiming at open air and he was, he was blocking that <laughs> shot before the guy reared back for it. Yeah. And, and we talked a little bit about this when we talk about rushing a movie and we talk about rushing a television show and, and to not call cut and say whoa 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 whoa, whoa. Fight, the, the choreography's off let's do it again to not be able to do that and there's, there's a few of those moments in this first episode the second time it happens the, it's not a kung fu moment but the second time the rush happens is when him and his, uh, his homeless friend Big Al. Big Al. They're sitting there and Big Al's got a cell phone. He's got himself an iPhone. Yes. He, he found it. And he goes, hey, we can look up anything you, you want can find until anything they shut you off. off.
0: Anything you want.
1: Yeah, and he's like, hey, look up Danny Rand. He's like, and so he types on the phone and he pulls up, hey, is this what you're looking for? And pause that screenshot. Go back. If you've watched the episodes and you haven't caught it, it caught me the first, I mean, because I'm very close to this stuff. But it caught me. Uh, you know just tech head so but it caught me the first time i, I saw the episode that is a screenshot yeah that is up on that phone and it says because it says it's the photo albums of an iphone it says all photos at the very top of that screen and to not think not to just you could tap on that screen and dismiss med- menus but the fact that they're rushing it so fast that they can't even do do production value
0: on that sort of level
1: and the first time I'm sitting there watching, I'm going, "That's a sh- you're in the photo album. You're in a photo album."
0: Well, Big Al already had those photos saved. He just <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's, he was he was already searching for everything. Yeah, shut yeah, up, dog. Shut up, dog. dog. Viper, Hopefully, I I told you I saw like three sets of eyes across the uh, yeah. across the creek the he other night. He had some foxes.
0: Foxes so. Fox out in the some, backyard. He, she's probably
1: seeing all that. Anyway, so that's that's number two, right? Number three. Is the fight is the next big fight scene inside of uh, they're running through the streets after uh, Ward sends him sends another assassin group out for him or the the he uh, sends the security team out to kill uh, Danny Rand in the streets and uh, they find him in the streets and he he sends him on a chase and he jumps over a fence a big wall. Which is kind of cool. He just kind of yeah. hops and he does yeah. boop, boop, boop. And it's, I was like, yeah, awesome. And he gets over the wall and he's, and the other guy climbs the fence really clumsily and lands on the other side. And uh, he kicks the gun, you know, he kicks the gun and he's doing all the moves. And the second move he does is a jump kick and a spinning jump kick. He's about two feet away from that dude's face. <laughs> it was the first time I'm watching this show and I'm going, he is two feet. Away from this guy's face, and the guy plays it off. He gets kicked in the face. Right, he couldn't have been further away. And it's things when you when you talk about suspension of disbelief. Right, I, I'm watching uh, this this television show produced by a company that I trust. Yep. Uh, Marvel, you know, shown by another company who I happen to really trust with Netflix who has done nothing but some great... Tele- House of Cards uh, is a Netflix television program. You know, they don't produce small things. They don't, they, they're not, it's not a Doctor Who episode. You know? And I know I'm going to anger some people by saying that, <laughs> but it is not a Doctor Who episode where we have to budget our CGI yeah. you know, against, the, against the $2 bill here. I, I Man, especially the, the theming of the show is Kung Fu. And if you can't have a technical
0: performance done, why are we doing it? So, you know, you're, you, you couldn't be more correct. And, you know, I caught those as well, too. What, what I find so disheartening about this is Finn Jones, and I, I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, uh, played... You know, character Oh, was he a Game of Thrones guy? Played a character called Loras Tyrell uh, in, in Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And, you know, this isn't a Game of Thrones podcast, but I would imagine that, you know, probably a good portion of the people who listen to this show, you know, watch Game of Thrones or at least have a passing familiarity with this, you know, fairly you know, popular show, mildly popular show.
1: It is a mildly I've avoided it. It's one of those shows you and I had this conversation the other night. Yeah. I've avoided it. It's one of those shows I don't watch in spite of itself because <laughs> everyone tells me I need to watch this show. Well, yeah. <laughs> I
0: yeah. I I think you would I think you would enjoy it. I do. I might, but I would still, I'll catch We're gonna, it later. You're gonna hold out. Uh so he he plays the character Loris Tyrell. And uh the character Loris Tyrell, both in the books uh and in and in the show is a swordsman, very capable with a sword. Uh, he is the Knight of Flowers. That's the sigil of his, of his family. And he is a competent fighter. He is a competent warrior. He's a competent swordsman. And so this is an, this is an actor that is very familiar with physicality because his character on Game of Thrones required physicality. Okay. Okay. So here he is now in and I'm sure there there was stunt work done of course. There's going to be a stunt stunt person filling in for him. But there were many scenes where it was actually him with a with a sword and, you know, conducting action scenes. So when he was cast as is Danny Rand in Iron Fist, I was like, "Okay, that that's someone who can handle physical scenes. This is someone who understands action, who understands pacing. Sure. Now, granted, you know, Swords and Shields of Game of Thrones is very different than Kung Fu of Iron Fist. It's just it's very just frustrating to me that when you have an actor who has demonstrated his ability to be physical in a show like Game of Thrones, but yet you cannot choreograph these fight scenes to complement the physicality. And the the athletic ability of Finn Jones, who's who's really not a bad actor. He's actually, I think he's a very good actor. I don't, yeah. think, he's, I don't think he's fantastic. No, he's a great.
1: He's, he's, he's a fantastic great actor. as Laura. I know yeah. you don't
0: want to see it, but when if you ever get around to watching it, his sure. his portrayal of as Loris Tyrell
2: is is fantastic, fantastic. Cool. And so, yeah, when when you've got these just sloppy,
0: sloppy. Issues where the fight scenes are not choreographed, right? He's clearly missing camera. And obviously in a fight scene, Ryan, they're not really kicking each other in the chops, but it's all about, (laughs) it's all about camera angles and editing and post-production, but still,
1: still and good fight choreography to
0: make this look as legit as possible without literally kicking each other in the chops. Okay. And and I you know the one thing that that got me about the technology in the show, and maybe we are nitpicking, but this is why it's so important, is whether these characters are using an iPhone or a Samsung phone, it does not go to sleep when they put it up next to their ear. It's still lit up. So they're clearly not even taking that into consideration. And so it it all this circles back to you guys, and and kind of hopefully don't feel like we're just kind of chasing our tails here. This circles back to because Ryan and I talked a lot about this last night. It's like, man, we just don't want to blow this up just to blow it up. Right. All of this circles back to it feels too fast. It feels too rushed. And, yeah. and the pacing <laughs> is, is off. It's off. And, and it has felt off when
2: Jessica Jones ended. Yeah. And it's, it's sad to me. Oh, and one thing, too. You and I talked about this as well.
0: I would love for these MCU shows that exist on the small screen to quit referring to the Chitauri invasion as the incident. Okay. uh. (laughs) That, that needs to stop. Okay. Yeah. Because where we're looking at the emergence of Danny Rand and iron fist is this should be either post Ultron or happening around the time of civil war. That's, that's where we have placed this at. And you and I are not very far off with others um, assumptions on, on this. So at this point, the Chitauri invasion isn't an incident anymore. The Avengers have made themselves public. They have saved You know, New York from the Chitauri, they have stopped Ultron. We have seen, you know, the the dark matter of Thor 2 attempt to, you know, take over London. The Hulk has raged in Africa. He has raged in Harlem. New York knows about Daredevil. New York knows about the Punisher. None of this is a secret anymore. And for his doctor to say, well, ever since the incident, more and more people have felt that they have superpowers. Why couldn't they just say since the emergence of the Avengers, more and more people have felt that they, that they or they want to have superpowers or something like that. Why can't we, why, why is it that Kevin Feig wants to distance these TV shows that far from what is on the screen when we know that it exists and breathes in the same universe it's it, it's ridiculous to continue to call the events of the avengers the incident it was the chitari invasion and you don't have to say well ever since the chitari invasion because there may be some people like what right for yeah. the for the non nerd right go no, i don't know what that is but just simply say ever since the emergence of the avengers a lot of people think they have superpowers. Boom. There, and, and now you have it. You've established that big connection, right? Where, without saying ever since the incident, the, the, the incident, almost like they whisper it. Like, you remember that incident that happened? <laughs> incident, New York was under an alien invasion. And the, it wasn't just the Avengers fighting it, you saw the National Guard and the police were out there fighting yeah. it. The city was fighting the invasion, so it wasn't just the Avengers, right? So that, that, gar- and, that garbage needs yeah. to stop. It just needs it w- to stop. I think you,
1: you put it best. It's like when, you, when we're looking at a skyline of New York City and when you're doing skyscraper footage and when you're looking around and you've got Danny Rand looking at all these buildings and looking at the architecture of New York City and And I know that there's many little cities. I know there's a ton of cities here. But when when you're looking at all these cities and we don't see the Avengers building.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Why not? why not? Like, why can't you have a part there, of this? Right?
1: Not, we're not asking, we're not asking for Tony Stark to come down and, or Robert Downey Jr. To come in and do a five minute spot of a daredevil season three here. A five we're not minutes, asking so, for that. a
0: five minute <laughs> soliloquy with Danny Rand, you know, on yeah. the corner of Broadway and fifth. Yeah. We're yeah. <laughs> where he
1: like runs into, runs into him while he's getting a hot dog or something. Like we don't need that. No, because I'm not that, asking that, for that because
0: that would be just as equally stupid. And that forced. would be cheap. Yes. It'd be cheap. Yes.
1: Um, but you've got you, you, the incident with New York is, is only half of it. And this is what, you know, I know, I know the incredible Hulk is not the, is not the poster movie of this series. And I understand that. Uh, but you did have two monsters breaking Harlem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and that's been referenced to in more than one time. And so when we're talking about the incident all the time of the Chitari let's keep in mind that, that this is not the first thing that, 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 uh, that old New York saw. Yeah. They had, they had the uh, abomination
0: you know, and Hulk tearing through Ripping Harlem. each other apart, yeah. you know,
1: through and ripping, you know, crushing streets and breaking buildings. So, you know, at this point, I'm with you, man. Like the incident conversation, let's break it open a little bit. If we're going to even talk about it, like if you're going to talk about it, then let's talk about it correctly. Let's not try to just the first time it was done is Daredevil. Mm-hmm. It seemed fine at that point in time. We're we're beyond that. Well, and, and like also, we're, we're into a much mature, much more mature conversation, yes. especially from the events of civil war. Yes. Well, because we especially being post-civil war,
0: Well, because we saw in Jessica Jones, you know, she encounters some people who uh, found Chitari weaponry and right. that shield was not able to recover. And she was Justin
1: gonna, hammer and Luke. Cage. Yeah.
0: And she was going to use it to write the because if I remember right, then the lady, she lost a son. During the invasion, and she blames it on the superheroes, right? Right, yeah. And Jessica yeah. tells her she's like, and she, you know, she doesn't call him the Hulk. She says, "Blame it on the big green guy." I wasn't there, right? I mean, yeah. with a clear reference to the Hulk.
2: Yeah,
0: and and yeah, and obviously in Luke Cage, you have a just hammered technology is in your face from the, the get-go. entire go. show, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the so, show. and clearly those are weapons that are, it's very easy to tell, they're being created to, you know, work against the Avengers, right? Yeah. If man. something were yeah. to go sideways, but also, you know, taking the Tony Stark approach is like, they've been here once, they're probably going to come back, right? Yeah and we know they're going to come back in in the yeah. infinity war but this time it's going to be thanos leading the charge and not and not loki so here you've got hammer technology or in hammer enterprises uh working aggressively on new weapons and armor right. to defend you know earth from right yeah from superheroes and supervillains and and more than likely He's probably ordered, you know, the fact that those rounds, I I don't think it's a coincidence that those rounds and Luke Cage, where they say can pierce armor, dude, he's developing those to pierce Tony's armor. Justin Hammer's not. Tony, he's he's not done with.
1: Yeah. Like, he's, they're, yeah, he's definitely trying to get, he's trying to take down what was taken from him. He's
0: not done with Tony Stark by by any means.
1: S.H.I.E.L.D. was developing those weapons because of Thor. And we found that out in Avengers. Yes. Is that, you know, in member the meeting, right, where they all start nitpicking each other because of Loki's scepter, it was the, it, you know, well, why are you doing this? Well, it's because of him. And he points right at Thor and he's just like, because him. That's why we're yeah. developing weapons. Because we realized we weren't alone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, well, once you start doing that, it gets into the wrong hands. Stage one, like, right? Stage one developed. <laughs> yeah. Stage two, it gets into the wrong hands.
0: <laughs> right. So, you know, fast forward to Iron Fist, where we believe uh, this is taking place either post-Ultron or post-Civil War. I think you can make a case for either one,
1: right? Yeah. And there's nothing specific enough that tells us either way. No, you just I'm thinking it's current time. I'm thinking we're right inside the sequence. I think you
0: just got to go by some of the clues that you just kind of pick up, you know, here and there. And so to continue to refer to it as this incident, acknowledge to the people that while you're probably never going to see Daredevil and Iron Man on the screen together, though, you never know. You never know what can happen in Infinity War. Right. Though you may not see it acknowledge yeah. that they exist together and stop with this incident garbage and just simply since the emergency of the Avengers or since the Chitauri yeah. invasion or, you know, after Ultron took over, you know, the internet or whatever. Right. <laughs> but you can go like, Oh snap, damn, you know, Whoa. Now I see where some puzzle pieces right. are fitting together.
1: It's can- not, it's not like we're having to pay off, uh, publishing
0: rights you know, for mentioning this stuff here. Marvel's got to write a check to themselves. Uh, Right. (laughs) So, yeah, because, you know, we, we joked about this. We said it's, it'd be ridiculous to read a Punisher comment or comic. And you come across a panel where Frank Castle mentioned Steve Rogers and you go, how dare they? How dare you mention this character in this book? Right. No, I mean, of, of course not. I mean, it, it just you would be like, oh, yeah. he's mentioning something with Steve Rogers. So basically, I think what it comes down to me, Ryan, is, you know, like Luke Cage, we are not giving a final critique of this show because we sure, haven't finished yeah. it. That would be completely nope. unfair. I just at this point, I'm, I'm seeing a, a repeat pattern of what we saw with with Luke Cage, where it's going to be like, wow, we we are going to drag out a lot of stuff to get 13 episodes in and with the payoff being the defenders, is it going to be that same payoff that we got with the Avengers when we first saw Tony and cap standing side by side and Iron Man goes cap and cap goes, Mr. Stark, you know, when that, yeah. when do you remember that, the first time you saw oh, that yeah. and you're like, Oh man, Love it. this is, this is too good. This is too good. Captain. Yeah. Captain, <laughs> Captain, Mr. Stark. Um, yeah. It just, it, I just, I love going back and seeing that dynamic. Right. And, oh, yeah. and so Iron, good. Iron Man encountering Thor for the first time and Tony making the connection on the Asgardian tech. Right. That's interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. Right. Um, again, spoiler alert, everybody, if you didn't realize that the arc reactor is built off the Tesseract in case you missed all of that leading up to that movie. So, are we going to feel the same way when we see Daredevil and Iron Fist standing side by side? Are we going to be like, yes. Or are we going to be like, thank God Daredevil showed up. I mean,
1: because <laughs> <laughs> right now that's where I'm feeling, man. Like right now I'm like Luke some... Cage. I'm like, does yeah, Matt man.
0: Murdock show up in this? Does Matt Murdock Please. show up in this? You know, Please. cause it's, yeah, I feel like it needs to be
1: saved. I'd take Jessica Jones. I mean, you know, I'd take, you know, Frank Castle walking around in the background. Of course, right. Take him any day. But, now, but now that, mean, that just, could
0: happen, but like, dude, I mean, how cool would it be to throw in a little Punisher subplot where Frank Castle gets wind yeah. of some homeless dude running around Kung Fu fighting? He's like, yeah, I got a, I got an antidote for this little poison.
1: Yeah, exactly right.
0: Right? And then discovers that this guy's actually on the up and up. Yeah. You know? And like, like Daredevil says, man, I got you back. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll have you back. Don't worry. So... Yeah, man. I, 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 I yeah, it, it's right now, guys. It, it's tough for me to be very optimistic. We're not bailing on this show, of course. No, not at all. Uh, not that is not our mo. We just right now, Ryan and I are kind of in an agreement. We're, we're coming out of the gates stumbling and bumbling right now, and not sure where the identity of this show is at. Yeah,
1: I'm hoping some of this. You know, like you know, like we talked about Jessica Jones. Hopefully. So the choreography gets uh, better as the season goes along, wow, but it's right? it's tough, man. When right out the gate, when you're when you're making flubs like that, like that is. I, I there's mean, a there's a fight scene in and, and I believe it's and I, I can't remember if it's episode one or two or three, um. But there's a 35 second fight scene with 50 cuts in it, mm-hmm. and uh, when you've got 35 seconds and you've got 50
0: cuts Oof. in 35 seconds, it's more than one a second. Yeah. And, you know, and I, d- I just want to challenge you guys, if you feel like we're poo pooing too much, <laughs> I want to challenge you. Go back and watch those fight scenes from Daredevil and compare them to what you see in Iron Fist. If you don't see a difference, then you're unreasonable. You're not you're not <laughs> seeing what's in front of you. Can I add watch some- that hallway fight? Oh, yeah. Right. Talk about a rewind on that. Holy moly. <laughs> That one
1: shot, dude. That was a one shot too. Think about that. Think about that. When you've got the daredevil one shot. In one shot, we all know, right? Like it's one. Just in case you, if you don't know, a one shot is no cuts. It was taken in a single run of film. Mm -hmm. There is no breaks. No one calls cut until the end. It was beautiful, and it's from start to finish. And it's it was poetry.
0: It was poetry. Oh, Beu- my man. gosh. I know.
1: Get so excited and, about and it. And
0: compare that to what we're seeing in Iron Fist. And I expect more. Every yes. single time
1: you get subs- sequels and subsequent releases, you don't expect to take a backwards step. You, to, you expect to move forward. Correct. And that's why I think I've been frustrated with Luke Cage, and now I'm even more frustrated now with Iron Fist, is because we're not even taking the same steps any longer. We're not staying still. We are moving backwards. Yep. And yep. it's...
0: So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I want to call out here before uh, and we're done throwing sand all over Iron Fist yeah, for yeah, this yeah, episode. Yeah. Uh, there is something that I do want to point out, Ryan. I, I got to point out the hypocrisy of the unreasonableists, the unreasonable fanboys. You mentioned uh, a little while back. Rotten Tomatoes has scored this show, uh, I think, a 13 percent.
1: Yeah, something like that. Okay. I, you know what? I, I, I should I should correct. You're, you're should right. Sure you're right. That's I'm what
0: right. it is. I think it's a 13 percent. And the average viewer, I think, is in the sixties, eighties, eighty-seven. Okay, eighty-seven. I think. So, in my preparation for this show, you know how much I love to venture into the internet to hear what the scholars of the internet have to say sure. uh, about this. And this is the this is the overall issue. Now, stick with me, guys, because I, I don't want to I don't want to get myself
2: tangled up. The Marvel fanboys. And fangirls are out in force saying this, and I'm
0: paraphrasing several forums, several reddits. Trust me, guys, when I say Ryan and I scoured the internet before these shows, we scrub
2: it pretty good. Okay. (laughs) They're all saying critics don't matter. It's what the people say. And the people say, we love it. But yet, by God, the critics, (laughs) the
0: critics are so right about the DCEU and the fans are so wrong. The hypocrisy knows no bounds. (laughs) Am I right?
1: Dude, you couldn't be more right. Am I I right?
0: uh, I'm calling Marvel fanboys. If you're listening to this show, I love you because I'm a Marvel fanboy. But oh, yeah. but if you're siding with Iron Fist because it's Marvel, please rethink what you're watching, okay? Doesn't mean yeah. you can't like it, dislike it. Hey, I know BVS has warts. I know the squad has warts. Oh, but I'm sorry. Academy Award-winning Suicide Squad <laughs> has, has warts, okay? But for those who told me in forums and whatnot, You're wrong because the critics say that movie stinks, and it doesn't matter what the what the overall the audience score says. It's what the critics say, and it's the exact reversal. The critics are carpet bombing Iron Fist.
1: Oh yeah,
2: carpet bombing it. But yet now we're saying, well, that doesn't matter. What matters is the fans like it. Yeah. Right. Okay.
0: The hypocrisy knows. No bounds. Yeah. The internet loses again. (laughs) I mean, it's just,
1: (laughs) I just had, it can't can't find a good footing. No, it can't. (laughs) I just
0: had, it's no sour grapes. I just had to throw that out. I just find that very ironic because, because really Ryan, this is the first Marvel property in the MCU that is being lambasted. It's, it's, it's the first one. OK. Yeah. man. Iron Man three took a few lumps, but was heralded as a great achievement. It was still fine.
1: It was like it wasn't it was like, you know, it had its issues, Correct. this and that and right. the other. But you worked through it to watch. Yes. Fifty Iron Men at the end. <laughs> Absolutely. <you know? laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So th- this is the the only one that has just like the critics have just beat up. And, and in many cases, again, racism, accusations aside, because it's not aside. there. Yeah, yeah. It's can't, not there. Can't, we can't throw that in there. A lot of the criticisms are valid. They are valid. And, yeah, super valid. And again, I want to say this. If you're, if you're loving this show, then love it. Then love it. Yeah, dude. Ryan yeah. and I's opinion right now is trouble, danger, danger, danger. By the time we get to the end of this series, we could very well be going, dude, not only were we wrong about Gal Gadot, we were very wrong about Iron Fist. And I will be. Yeah, I, will, I would love to be able to say, man, I couldn't have been more wrong. This show started out slow, but by the time it ended, dude, I, I was hooked. And that Serve
1: is, that crow on right? a piece, and, of, piece of plate with my foot in I it. I think like, I can speak for and you man.
0: and say, that's what I want. Prove me wrong, man. Heck yeah, dude. Prove me wrong. I want to be wrong right now. I want to love this show, but I feel a lot. I, I want to I, love it. Absolutely, I do. And uh, when we're finished here tonight, and we kind of wrap up some post stuff, I'm going to watch episode three tonight, and I'm looking forward to it. I want to see how yeah. that how that plays out. So, yeah. you know, we we may be kind of beating on the iron fist dead horse at this point. Two episodes in, we're we're feeling a little queasy in the stomach. We're feeling a little uneasy.
1: Fi- and I think it's because, to me, it it's because you know we we called an episode i think uh what is it thrice britain thrice bitten forever shy, thrice bitten, right?
0: forever shy yes
1: and that's where i'm that's what i'm feeling right now after after the the 13 episodes of luke cage um walking into this i did expect um progression i expected better and uh Luke Cage again, you know, wasn't all bad. No, it definitely no. wasn't all good, but it was not all bad. You know, well, um, I think
0: what we but, we if we scored it, we we're like, you got a C minus, you know, C yeah. plus, right? So yeah,
1: yeah, and 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 uh, but as I'm as I'm sitting through what we're sitting through right now, uh, you know, I'm concerned about episode three and four. I'm concerned about episode five and six, and man, I'm I i can not wait to be wrong. You know, and, and I will be the eternal optimist. I go into every one of these television, I go into these shows, I go into these movies. I try to drop all of the garbage that I've felt before and just say, give me a good show. I'm expecting a good show to happen. And, and, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, uh, that's the only thing I can say next is we'll see.
0: We will see. Next time you hear from us, we'll at least have an episode three and four yeah I think so how do you do all right man I'm I'm gonna let episode one and two go there's nothing more I can really add I don't want to I don't want to keep like I say keep throwing sand all over it um yeah and again we want to emphasize I mean it's like I don't want to be
1: tired of it but well we want
0: to emphasize if you guys love it it's just Ryan and I's opinion right now we are not telling (laughs) you don't love this if you love it and you're just dialed in Keep dialing in, man. Embrace <laughs> awesome. it and love it. Yeah, cool. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You're not going to get any shade from us. We just nah. have some concerns of of the overall uh, arc of of where yeah. it's going. So, all right, cool, man. Is there anything uh, that you want to add towards the end here? Uh, aside from Iron Fist, there.
1: Um, you know, I'd watched a uh, gif of the uh, the Flash musical episode. Okay, it was a gif. <laughs> It's about, it's about 10 seconds. Oh man. I'm all good. That's about all I needed to see of right. that. Right. Right. That's embarrassing.
0: <laughs> it's just embarrassing. I know. I know. I just I don't even want to talk about it. I didn't. That's all I'm gonna say I about know. it. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, all z- I'm gonna zip my lip and not. S- <laughs> all done and not, and not <laughs> say a word of that. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. That's. I think that's about it for me. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. What you got? Well, yeah, you got I mean, anything over there. Yeah. Uh, my tank's a little dry. Nothing. Uh, nothing more that I can really, really add. Really hammer on. No. No. All right. Cool. No. Oh, uh, how's real quick? How's Logan doing? Box office wise. Let's let's. Oh, let's check on yeah. old, our old pal, Logan.
2: Bring up the mojo right now.
1: Dude, the mojo is so good.
2: Mojo, slow rolling here.
1: There we uh, go. Let's see here. Domestic total, 188 million.
2: Yeah. The yeah, Worldwide, we we 527
1: million.
0: Yeah. That seems about right. I, I yeah, seven
1: million on that production budget. So
0: yeah,
2: I didn't think it was. I, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that that. Uh, man, I'm
0: stumbling on my words. Uh, Fox, 20th Century Fox. I mean, what we're about two two hundred mil away from Deadpool numbers. Deadpool was around seven hundred million, something like that. Yeah. I think probably going to be a challenge for Logan to match Deadpool's overall numbers. Yeah, just because Deadpool was very new, and obviously a very different movie. Logan's much more. It was a a comedy. Yeah, (laughs) Logan's much more serious. You know, versus the grimace (laughs) throughout the entire film. Right, and I think Deadpool definitely uh, benefited from numerous uh, viewings. I I don't think I don't think Deadpool was drawing in new fans on a weekly basis. Those were probably people who saw it two or three times in the theater and just catching all the, yeah, all the little Easter eggs and bellowing for two hours (laughs) for, so yeah. So Logan, not doing too bad, you know, um, not not bad at all. No, not bad at all. So, uh, another one that, uh, is kind of surprising. I guess we could probably end on this is the Lego Batman movie. This is pretty crazy, man. Uh, worldwide, $288 million. That's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. Not bad at all for, you know, for uh, definitely it is a comic book movie. I mean, there's no question. Oh, heck yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So there we go. We're out of the gate with two comic book movies, Lego Batman and Logan, both making, making some good scratch. The, making some cash green right the comic book movie is definitely not dying man it is definitely not dying the the beat <laughs> marches on there's no question oh, yeah. there's no question
1: and and uh you know i think it was uh is it oh, mr Ke- mr cavill uh said it best that as as um as more of these movies are allowed to get made more of them will get made mm mm-hmm. mhm and uh, we'll be able to see some characters, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy would maybe have been a twinkle in an eye at some point. And we got to see that get made. Mm-hmm. And uh, You want to talk about like a weird group of characters to throw on a screen, uh, one with, you know, three words and a line, yeah, you I know, in a, in a talking raccoon. <laughs> yep. That is a that mm-hmm. is an odd movie to sell. Tough sell, and, man. Uh, it's a tough sell. We get we we're getting them. And we're, and I think that's really rad that we that we're getting them.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I think that's a good place to end on. Got a little, bo- some box office numbers. Of course, Logan just continues to make some cash and well-deserved. If you listen to Logan's heroes, we both agree. For he, sure. It is deserving of that. Uh, and Lego Batman movie is making some scratches all well too. The kids love those Lego movies, man. They love it. <laughs> they love it. All right. Well, Ryan, there's another episode in the can there it was all right it's all there it's all behind us now it
1: is (laughs) (laughs) all right well this has been reasonable fanboys my name is ryan i'm john have a great one